Georg recovers from the confusing battle with the vampire Red Shield. Once he has taken some time to compose himself, he starts investigating the aftermath of the skirmish using his magic. He learns Cody is dead. He also sees how Lady Redshield became a vampire. He moves to the village and finds a magic bow buried in the smouldering ruins of the barn. Not finding anything else, he heads to Thornwood to go see Countess Castilian. He tells her the harrowing tale of the failed assault on the vampire. Georg returns to Misty Rapids after collecting his stash gold. He reaches the safety of the keep and sets about crafting needles, but his work is interrupted several hours later by a new arrival at the keep. The new arrival is an armor-clad giant of a man bristling with weapons along with his pregnant wife. The man introduces himself as Himes Valmont and his wife as Cookie. Himes has come to apply for the position of captain of the guard, and after a short interview and test, Himes is appointed the role. Later on, Georg scries on the burnt barn and sees sticks breaking open a coffin in the sunlight which kills Lady Redshield. Georg reveals the knowledge to the Baron, who immediately tells Georg to get rid of the ranger and claim the glory that is rightfully his. Still under the influence of the potion of vitality, Georg once more hops onto his phantom steed and starts the hunt for sticks. After a harrowing journey, Georg finally tracks down sticks in the village temple and cuts a deal. For 2,000 gold and the return of his magic items, Styx will keep quiet about Gale getting charmed and give him credit for the kill. The next day, Georg and Styx find Lady Redshield's ex-minions entering the village. Georg quickly takes them prisoner and even finds the Redshield spellbook hidden in grave dirt on the wagon. They return to Thornwood with their prisoners to a hero's welcome. Styx holds up his end of the bargain, and Georg gets the credit and reward. However, it is specifically stated that the reward is Georg's and not his liege lord's. How will the new captain of the guard work out? What will Georg do with Winchia? How will Baron Song take the fact that Gale got the reward? Find out now on Dicing with Death. Hey everybody and welcome to Dicing with Death. Ryan, how are you doing this lovely afternoon? I'm doing well. Actually, it's very hot out here in the desert. I can imagine. A little bit warm in Santa Barbara. Yeah, I've turned off my air conditioner so Stream doesn't have to hear the but So you're just sweating? Just sweating. Nice. My my dragon loves it. Hmm. Ryan acquired a dragon. He, he's actually just a fire lizard, but don't tell him that. <laughs> and would do you want to share with everyone the the name you've given to this dragon? 
Uh, he came with a name, and I'm not very proud of it. <laughs> this, this is Howard, Lord of Flame, Destroyer of Kingdoms. Very nice, very nice, Howard. Devour, nice to meet devourer you. of Maidens, and all of those things. Oh, there he is. Yeah, that's the, that's where he keeps his fire. Mm-hmm. So he's just super chill. He doesn't do anything. He just hangs out. Uh, he's probably terrified right now. <laughs> so uh, it's been two weeks since last we played. Uh, while you're putting Howard away, if you can reach his cage while while it's still talking. Yeah, we'll, we'll temporary. Uh, what have you been up to in the last two weeks? Uh, hunting dragons. I think that's a think that's an easy job. Um, I've been traveling around a little bit, uh, back to work this week, so adjusting to reality. Sister was visiting, so we cruised around Seattle and down to Portland. Back to the desert. Mm -hmm. uh, how about you? Anything to update? Uh, well, we have a Love Bites t-shirt that we are selling by popular demand. People have been asking me to get, release a Love Bites t-shirt for the last three years, and we're finally doing it. So if you want to get the Love Bites t-shirt, which is only around for a limited time, uh, the sale ends Oct uh, August 15th. And after that, they will never be printed again. This is a one-time Love Bites t-shirt offer. So, uh, if you're interested in that, go to teespring.com slash love hyphen bites. Uh, or stick around on the channel. You'll see advertisements for it here or there. I'll put up a, a screen and chat about it from time to time. But that what, is what about sweet. a Dicing with Death t-shirt, says chat? Here yeah. we are using up our, our precious Dicing with Death time to advertise for Love Bites. Well, Dicing yeah, with Death t-shirts can come in time. We might do them <laughs> one day, uh, but not quite yet. We're, we're doing Love yeah. Bites first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I need to need to get back to you about uh, um, doing a, a Morton Fire Morton Bigsby Love Bite special. Yes. Well, we already have our guest for this week, but maybe next mm. week, the not the thirty first, but the seventh. Yeah. 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 We'll see. I'll have to have to give a call out to his agent or something. Good. I think Fryborg Bigsby would have very entertaining advice for young lovers. Yeah, yeah, I'll have, yeah. Oof. I don't know. They needed a separate disclaimer. <laughs> Who's the guest this week, or am I not allowed to know? Uh, it is Chloe. Chloe. Oh, Fuzzy from, Freaks. Uh, Fuzzy. Yes. Cool, cool. Very cool. Um, Probably a much more reasonable and level-headed perspective than the usual Love Bites guest. I haven't seen <laughs> I mean, Kuri's from last week, so I'll have to catch that pod. That's an interesting one. Yeah. Uh, but enough of Love Bites and all these other things. We're here for Dicing with Death. And where did we leave off? Well, you guys all listened to the recap. Um, and you guys are in, you're in Thornwood with Sticks and Prisoners. You guys yeah. have talked to the Baroness, not the Baroness, the Countess, and kind of informed her of all what's going on. Styx did his job, said, oh, yep, it's all him. He deserves all the credit. By the way, I'm retiring. <laughs> um, and poor Cody gave up his life. Yes. Good of the county. 
for for Queen and for Queen County. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so now you're in Thornwood. I think you're in yeah, Thornwood's is, town proper right now. Yeah, I guess. Is there any pomp and circumstance surrounding our return, or was it? Pretty... I think we already did the pomp and circumstance surrounding yeah, our return. Okay. Yeah, I don't recall. The, I, I can't. I, I was. I couldn't remember what we had. Yeah. What had happened? If the, okay. Yeah, there was a march into town and the countess up on the wall and some shouting down. To oh you guys. Yeah, 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 that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Um, I think I'm still under the influence of a potion of vitality, so I probably hit the road for Misty Rapids. I'd probably spend an hour. Uh, today is your last day, uh, up until tonight, actually. Okay, I don't think I actually know that, but <laughs> I'll pretend like I didn't, and it will, the timing will work out perfectly. Right. And I can go home and pass out. So I will quickly, like, refresh myself, memorize a... Rememorize my horsey, my phantom steed, and hit the road again. Okay, so before you leave... Countess Castilian wants to speak to you. Okay, that's why I was asking about pomp and circumstance regarding the the count. I mean, so yeah, okay. So how does this does this come as like a private invitation to? Uh, Yeah, like, or is is this like in the process of the? Because it sounded like there was a mob of people, like a crowd of people, as we came into town. Right, and then you guys went into the keep. Prisoners, like we made a we made a huge fuss. If we wanted to or not. Right. So we had, how many prisoners did we wind up with? Was it just the one? Two? two. There were two carriage drivers? Yeah. Um, and you went in, you talked to the Countess and everything, and now she wants to speak to you with regards to the reward. She's already mentioned to you that this is your okay. reward. Um, and not Baron Song's. Right. That was a, uh, but nothing. now we got to have a discussion about ownership of the land. Um, so at some time after, maybe you have to refresh yourself, she comes by or has, brings you by to her place. Okay. Um, probably the okay. latter. Yeah, I probably, I think there was even, there was a room in the castle that, that I had been, a guest room that I had been using. I think I had removed everything from it. Mm-hmm. There was a, but I had stored a large sum of money in there for at least a bit of time. And there probably still is a wizard locked cabinet in that room that will forever be Georg's cabinet. <laughs> oh. Um, so I was probably, I mean, I think it takes, it'll take me like, I guess it would have just been Phantom Steed from the looks of things. And maybe I could have memorized that from the road. But yeah, so maybe like half an hour of fussing with spells. Is Thornwood a better place to get spell components than Misty Rapids, or are they both about the same? Let's, well, Thornwood is larger, so it's going to definitely have more stuff. There's, there's no magic shop. Right? Yeah, I think neither of them have magic shops. I think you got to go to Shirebrook for that. Yeah, and I don't know how Rohana would feel about uh, selling to me. <laughs> Maybe you can get a proxy. <laughs> yeah, or I can... Or you can just show up and be like, I want to buy this. What are you going to do about it, Rohana? Yeah, I feel like that could go badly. Yes. And would probably result in someone dying. And I don't think it would be me, but I do also don't need any more of a bad rep in that part of the world. All right. Yeah, I do. Maybe I need to be better. 
So, um, so at some point, I receive a messenger, I guess, from Lady Castilian, who yeah. asks me to, or to the Great Hall or to the... Right, right. She invites you into team. her hall, into her, uh, not her private quarters, but one of her meeting rooms. Okay. Um, so this isn't like her throne that she sits on and sees the peasants. This is like a antechamber in her upstairs yes. room. Yes. Uh, her captain of the guard is there with her, keeping an eye on everything, making sure nothing uh, goes crazy. The half-elf... Yes. Woman, I can't remember her name, but... Erica. Yes. Okay. Uh, and Countess Castilian... And take a seat, if that would be appropriate. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. She motions for you to sit and says, So, or Carl, about these lands... Five of them are within the territory of Thornwood, and ten are within the territory of Rainwood. Fantastic, I say. <laughs> I can write two, you a deed two to liege, liege lords. Oh. Of course. Yes. And I can have one of my men show you there and introduce you to the lands. They've been unattended since Lady Redshield left, let's call it. Ooh. And we'll need management. Now, I don't know how familiar you are with these things, considering your age and your foreign status. Uh, it might be better for you to appoint a steward. I can recommend some people if you don't have someone already in mind. God, I don't know if that's picking up on the mic, but there's a, a child just screaming their lungs out. That sounds someone's... like a dragon in the distance. Yeah, that, oh, that's Howard. Oh, okay, never mind. Not a kid. That's Howard. Yeah. Come on, roll 20. Load. Do we have a map up? Uh, yes, we do. Is there a map in the room that we're having a meeting? Yes. Okay. So I go to, well, right to business with you then. And I may I see a map? Steward. Um, well, I'm. Uh, you don't have I'm, any family in Aradon, do you? Are you con? Are you already concerned about uh, right of secession? Uh, succession. I'm a young <laughs> man. Yet. No, no. Um, this is a little bit awkward, but as you are not a noble, there is no right of succession. Um, I'm more concerned with the upkeep of our 15 villages. So there are people, there, there are peasants alive and well on these lands? Very well. Uh, there's some of the larger villages in the area, actually. Annabelle Redshield did very well for herself. Well, uh, I, my concern lies with their management. Her family was running them. She had nieces and nephews and cousins and uncles and aunts in charge of the villages. And they've been doing fine on their own, but a village left unattended is soon becomes unproductive as people get lazy. Uh, tax revenue goes down, fights break out, uprisings occur. It, it's nasty stuff. 
Uh, and if you don't have someone to watch over the village for you, um, that's sort of a recipe for disaster. And without any family to manage the villages directly, I'm not sure how you would like to go about their management. Uh, I appreciate your wisdom in such matters as governance, but I do not think you will need to to worry about me. Well, it is my job as Countess to worry about all the people, and a young foreign boy inheriting this much territory is of some concern. You do have a reputation as well that is not always bright. I worry for the people. I want to make sure nothing goes wrong on those lands. I don't want to have to be putting down any rebellions or coming in to feed people when they don't work hard enough and starve in the winter. As long as I haven't inherited a tomb full of wraiths, I think this job will go much smoother than my current appointment. Show me, where are these villages? Um, And I like so I'm trying to, I've been, I think I've been distracted by the map trying to, trying to guess where, I'm guessing it's somewhere like in the soggy, or like on the outskirts of the soggy hills. Right, so there are, there's a Can village. Can you like indicate? One, two. Oh, they're on that side of the river. Four, five, and then there's ten in the Rainwood area. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Jesus. You have 15 so is, villages. Is, and is there like a border more or less around that? Or are there other villages interspersed that have other owners? There are a few other villages interspersed. These lands have been collected kind of haphazardly mm-hmm. um, and picked up in strange ways. So, I mean, normally you'd have a lord who's got like all, like all the villages in this area, but Annabelle had picked up this one and picked up that one and has kind of a, a dispersed villageness. Hmm. She nods and goes, see, this is one of the problems I was talking about. The lands are not centrally located. They belong to two different territories, Rainwood and Thornwood, which gives you two different lords with two different tax rates. No, I suspect Animal Redshield was not snatching up these lands out of convenience. No, she had some other strategic vision. most peculiar well <clears throat> I assure you I will take uh, take my responsibilities over the border with the Ashlands seriously and I hope we will have little need to communicate aside from my uh, my tax deliveries but I will keep you informed. Um, do I want her advice on a steward? I don't know that I want Lady Thornwood to be picking my steward. Stewards. Mixed loyalty. I don't know. This requires careful consideration. I I think my raised dead scroll, animate dead scroll, will probably only be able to animate eight undead overlords, and I've got more than eight villages. 
So we'll have to figure out a different management strategy for these for these people. For some reason, the dots are not showing up very well I, on the other map. The I can map see them, but they're straight. like little lines. They're just lines. Yeah, they're lines. They're not supposed to be lines. They're supposed to be blobs. Hmm. Weird. I'll, I'll find a way to fix it, and then I will show you guys all the map that has the actual line uh, spots on it. Don't worry, chat. I'm not going to forget about you. These are, yeah. Hmm. I don't know what Annabelle Red Shield was up to, but I, this is an interesting placement, I guess. Where was uh, Wendell and Manor was somewhere up in there? Yes, right? it was. Like um, it's not associated with this village, is it? No, it's not. But it is pretty nearby that one. Mm-hmm. And. Anvil and Carrick are just right there on the other side of the Ashlands somewhere, right? Correct. Let's hope he doesn't get too militant. Okay, is there anything else uh, in the board? Oh, she was going to drop a deed? Yeah. Oh, the villages. It's kind of goofy looking, but it'll do. That makes much more sense at that size. So 10 in Rainwood. 10 in Rainwood, 5 in Thornwood. What's the Leisure Rainwood called? We do not have a very pleasant... I mean, my only encounter with the Count, or is it a Barony? Baron. The Baron, uh, Baroness of Rainwood right. was a trial. <laughs> there we go. That's which, all the villages. Which I, I was acquitted of all charges, but still. Yeah, man, you're going good. Well, I guess I hang around while she, she writes up a, a deed to the land. Is there an individual deed for each village, or is it just like a, a single document that's like lists them all? A deed for each village. Uh, because you, this wasn't a part of one grand purchase, they're not covered under individual, uh, under one big deed. They're, Annabelle picked them up one at a time, so they each have their own deed. Mm-hmm. Uh, a scribe brings some papers that have been pre-prepared and your name is jotted down in the owner. Uh, she, Annabelle asks you, not Annabelle, uh, Countess Castilian asks you if you have a last name from your homelands. Uh... No, no, I am of. I am not of uh, noble birth. I'm not sure how they do things in faraway places. Perhaps last names are common to all people. <laughs> uh, but good. She jots down your name, signs all the documents, and hands them over to you. So Art Carl of Misty Rapids is now a proud owner of. 15 villages? Yes. She leaves you with one of her clerks to go over the financials of each village and what you can expect from them. And just to give you like an overview of the the finances of the situation that you're going to be in charge of. Uh, It'll probably take the better part of the day going over these things with him. 
Ugh. All right. I'm not, yeah. I'll sit through it and try and figure things out. Does it seem like I'll, I need a, an accountant? I, what did they call them? A, a clerk, a steward? Um, you can probably do the accounting on your own. Um, so let's see, you've got 15 villages that average 700 people per village. The total yearly income is about 30,000 gold. Um, taxes take up 10,000 of that. And then 15,000 of that is spent in expenses maintaining the properties, giving you a yearly income of 5,007 gold from each place. Sounds like you've been busy with the prep. Very busy. I have no idea. Um, this, this, that was the t- grand total for all of the villages. For all the villages, is about 5,000 per village. Uh, each I think village, that supports my, my yearly income. Yeah. Each village brings in about... Actually, it just barely will, but if I have to pay song anything... I, I mean, it brings you 417 gold a month. So yeah, so right now it will just barely cover my uh, my annual expenses, which are 4,800 a year, unless I level up. Right. Now, the, the, as the guy's talking over this, like, well, if you are going to oversiege one yourself, and then he gives a chuckle like it's an impossible task, uh, that, that's all fine. But normally people have a, a family member overseeing each one, and the family takes the profit, and no individual makes any money. Uh, a situation like yours is a bit unusual. If you can't oversee all the villages yourself, you will need a steward to see oversee each one. Usually stewards take a 50% cut since they do all the work. I am an archmage. Every situation in my life has been unusual. I will... Uh, yes, I, I, I gather, but... Uh, no, no offense there, Archmage, but do you really want to spend all your time dealing with... No, oh. of course not. I will likely hire help. <laughs> um, but I think for now, I don't, I don't, I don't particularly want to have Lady Thornwood decide everything about the Willie's Lance. I don't say that out loud, but it's my thought process. So I'm, I'll get whatever what relevant information and paperwork from this clerk that I, my judgment deems necessary for the time being and probably head to Misty Rapids. Okay. Um, since you have Phantom Steed, you can get to Misty Rapids before the end of the night. Uh, well, before the middle of the night, even. Ooh. All them villages. Mm-hmm. Alright. You arrive in Misty Rapids after sundown. It is now, well, it's the night of the 28th, not quite the morning of the 29th. Um, as you ride into town silent on your creepy steed, uh, you find the town fairly quiet as well. The lights are on in some of the taverns and inns, but other than that, people seem to be in bed going about their um, typical evening business. Actually, what time, it's, it's getting late. I'll check on it later. I am curious what is going on with the. Uh, I need a name for that. The temple of the the temple of the ancient tree out in the in the tether wilds. Temple of Nadinus. I don't know what it, I don't know if it is a temple of Nadinus anymore, because I think I left encouraging the population of Misty Rapids to take it back as as a every man's place of worship. Mm-hmm. 
I may have accidentally started a cult without a leader. <laughs> hey. Yes. So. Or maybe they're maybe they're worshiping their wraith overlords as we speak. Maybe. Uh, but you arrive back in Misty Rapids. I'll probably go straight to the, if it's night, I'll probably go straight to the keep. Which we have, what's, what's his name? Let me check Reddit. Haynes. Haynes. He's been doing some 3D modeling on, is, does he see Oh, that? no, Haynes yeah. is the dude. Uh, you're talking about the cuddly panda dude. Uh, Barduck is his Reddit username. I don't know if he goes by something else. Guy who's he's, been he's doing, doing the, oh, yeah. yeah. He started a 3D whatever rend rendering of castle song yes he did it is still it is mixing missing my workshop and the stables and the horse graveyard but it has like a, a martin bailey yes it does um he does his streamings if you guys want to catch that viewers it is saturdays um Typically before we would do hardcore heroes. So Saturdays from ten AM Pacific to noon, he does three uh, D modeling, and he's been doing the key. I believe he's also done a uh, the Amulet of Malchus. Yes, he did. Um, Which is pretty cool. He was my host in Oslo during KoibuCon. Nice. Yeah. Awesome community. Anywho, right. um, you make it Back in through the gate. In, yeah. One of the night watchmen lets you in. Okay. Gatekeeper herself is asleep. I think I left in a hurry. It's probably only been a few days, right? I came back and saw the appointment of the new captain of the guard. Mm -hmm. Haynes. Haynes. Yes, Haynes Belmont. All right, um, so I'll ride in under cover of night, and I guess I'll probably start studying until I crash unexpectedly. I don't know at what hour I realize that the potion is worn off, but I think it will be sometime this night, right? Yeah. So you've got a little fire going, so you can be nice and warm while you... Uh study your books and do your reading and whatnots a fire going am i maybe a candle or maybe i'm outside in the in the workshop um i have a ton of new spells to work on many spell components to acquire so i have lady red shield's spell book mm -hmm. as well as i've leveled up since failing a few lower level spells i think the first thing i'm going to work on is tongues which is a level three spell. But I probably have weeks of spell learning at this point. Mm -hmm. um, and I think I intend, like I think uh, like Georg doesn't yet realize that his uh, potion of vitality is about to expire. So he probably gets back and is like all stoked for an all-nighter learning spells. And I think just passes out in his book as the potion expires some point that night. Right. Uh, and then I think you crashed for a long time after the potion of vitality. I think you end up crashing for like 24 hours or something. I don't know if it, yeah, I haven't read the entry in the DMG, so you'll have to tell me. Nope. Probably just a regular night's sleep. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, no, it just wears off. And so you don't even crash. 
Because it's like I waking think, up. I think I do. Okay, but I think I, I think I fall asleep in my books in in my room. Possibly at night for the first time in the first time I've slept in a week. I, I think I it, it's I mean like it wears off and I haven't slept in a week. Even if it was magic, I think I'm still tired and ready for bed. Right? Well, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, I kind of figure it being like, as soon as it wears off, it's like you're waking up and then you your fatigue grows from there. It'd be like if your marathon stream ended at midnight, you'd go straight to sleep, wouldn't you? But not really, because on a marathon stream, you're fighting exhaustion. Here, you don't you don't start accumulating exhaustion until the potion wears off. Okay, so I'm still feeling good for an all-nighter? <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I think as the night goes on, especially as the sun starts to come up, you start to like yawn, like, oh, oh man, I think it's mm -hmm. over. Yeah, damn. Uh, but you should be at full HP by now. No. no. Oh, how many hours has it been? I'm at nine. What was the last fight we had? What the, why am I at nine HP? What kicked my ass? Is that Ettercaps? Ettercaps, oh. but that was a while ago. That was before you went up and then back down. That was at least. Then I, did I hit something on the way from... It was just... Oh. Was there anything in... Was there a random... Kind? I don't know. It's just and, the header caps, I think. How many, hours been, how many hours has it been since Thornwood? Oh, well, okay, so I'm probably a four. It's been less than 24 hours since you arrived in Thornwood, but you still had to get to Eight. Thornwood, which was 24 hours... I think okay. you probably regained around 12 HP. 12 would be, would get me to 21 out of 22 HP. <laughs> so by and the end of the night. 22, so by the next morning, I'll be at full. Yeah. Um, uh, at sunlight, I do need to head and I do want to head into town and acquire some spell components. Okay. Namely diamond dust for my stone skin. Ah, yes. I'm looking forward to being invincible. So uh, we can just skip to the next day then. Yeah, is there anything? I guess they probably have hardly even noticed my absence at the keep. I feel like I've been through a whole ton of shit since the last time I was here, but I guess it was only a few days ago. Yeah. But I should probably tell Lord Song that I am now a proud homeowner of hundreds and hundreds of peasant huts. Yeah. Uh, because it's been one week since you fought Annabelle Redshield at the manor, with them that manor burned down. Yeah. So you've been through, you've been awake for a week solid. Um, and you've traveled all over the place in that week. And, you know, so for you, it probably seems like a lot has happened. And everyone else has been like, huh? Oh, yeah, you're back. Wait, weren't you back already? Did you leave again? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people probably didn't even notice. Because I, I did come back for the introduction of the new Captain of the Guard. Yeah, you were here just in time for that. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Um, so you get up, break. you're up yeah. and out before people, before breakfast is served and before Baron Song gets up. Yeah, I'm going to visit, visit my old buddy, that Namish gem cutter in town and see about acquiring some diamond dust on the cheap. It is, exp I looked it up in Spells and Magic or whatever. It's like a hundred, it says a hundred gold, but that's, based on a spell that specifically asks for 100 gold diamond dust. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, so I don't know, it's not for stone. Stone skin calls for... Uh, diamond and granite dust. 
Um, so do you want to role play set encounter with the gnome, or is uh, he just in like a shop? And... No, no, you, you arrive at the shop, and the gnome... I can't he... remember this guy's name, but I remember where his shop is. His uh, eyes perk up when he sees you, and he goes, Ah, Art Carl, it's good to see you there. Have you considered my question or my query about the man over there? Oh, I had totally forgotten. Oh, is he still alive? I, like, look across the, the street... His shop is door there, is, is open. There, so there's no, there's two competing jeweler shops across the street, mm-hmm. and I can't even remember. Like this is this all seems so long ago and so insignificant compared to the other the other quests I've had to deal with. Feuding. Someone died though, right? Someone got murdered. The gnome's family got murdered. This gnome right here is whole. Oh wait, he's out. not a gnome. He's a human. No, he's a gnome. Am I just being racist? He's a human. He's just a human. Chat is saying he's a human. I thought he was a gnome. I think he's a gnome. I think he's a gnome and there's a dwarf across the street with Some, a new shop. Yeah. And someone was, I don't even remember who was the bad, everyone seemed pretty scummy, but someone hired thieves to break, burglarize the other person's shop and- In the process, people died. Yeah, it was ugly and I threw my hands up and said, let's get out of here. I, he was like trying to bribe me into killing the guy across the street or something. Um, uh, Misty Rapids no, is one hundred percent human. Yeah, he's human. Yep. Good, good to see you, our Carl. Uh, are you here to reconsider my offer? <clears throat> no, I came here on business. I cast reduce on him just to make this easier for me. <laughs> I do have that memorized. He passes his saving throw versus spell. Bastard. So I sprinkle some iron dust and he resists. Uh, Did I do something to offend you? I'm sorry. I just, my Mm -hmm. wife. I. (laughs) Yes, life is cruel. I'm sorry for your loss, but who of us is without sin? My wife? Probably. It's a shame. Anyways, I'm here on business. <laughs> this is really what you wanted to role play, Neil? No. Uh, oh. Yes? How can I, I have help need you? of uh, diamond dust in uh, retail quantities. Uh, I, I don't normally keep my. Filaments. Mixed with mixed with granite, perhaps the the runoff of uh, of your gem cutting. It, yes, yes, my gem cutting does produce quite a bit of diamond dust. I just is there don't... a workshop in this in this place, or it is... seems like it's in the door behind him. I'll uh, take I, I'll I, take a peek, like, try and gauge the facilities. Uh, the door is shut. You wouldn't be able to get a good look. Mm-hmm. Do you cut your own stones? I do, I do, and it does produce dust. I, I just don't tend to keep it. But if you would like, oh. I can start keeping it for you for a very, very small fee. Exactly, and it needs to be mixed with granite anyways, so if if there are contaminants, it's no big deal. Cost is the, the key here. Uh, only diamond, or what about other gemstones as well? 
diamond, although a great many gemstones are are diamond with select impurities. So I presume those will do as well. Any, well, I don't know. You're the jeweler, you tell me. Oh, I think there's a great difference between a diamond and a ruby, my good sir. Uh, correct. I believe a ruby is based off of uh, aluminum oxides. But I don't I'm not recall. sure what that is. <laughs> but I believe all gemstones are different. That's why we have different names for them. That's not like a dwarf is simply a small human, or a halfling, a, a thin dwarf, or a gnome, an obnoxious halfling. No, but a sapphire and a ruby are both dwarves. One just happens to have red hair. You see, it's all about the symmetry here. As long, as, as long as it is diamond in structure, I do not see why a few impurities should affect my spell casting. Well, you're the master at this, so uh, I will... I will give you all my diamond dust, but not my sapphire or ruby dust. What about moonstones? What the hell is a moonstone? What about tiger's eye? Garnets? Now, now you're just talking nonsense, man. Uh, he just lists a bunch of dust types. Okay. I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to f- think of examples of other gemstones that are similar to diamond, but I can't. Uh, most of them are actually based off of, like, aluminum oxide, sometimes the aluminum silicates. So, like, sapphire is just, like, pure... More or less pure crystalline aluminum oxide. Aluminum oxide, and sure things like yeah, and I think things like emeralds and rubies just have like magnesium and things as impurities that just like change the opt- optical properties. But crystallographically, they're pretty much the same. There's probably examples of diamond. Yeah. Corundum is the crystalline form of aluminum oxide, and it produces all sorts of different things. Sapphires, rubies, and emeralds, my favorite gemstones. Those won't work. I see. Diamond. Diamond is its own crystal structure. I see. Do you have any on hand now? Perhaps could we scrape the floors of the workshop? Uh, I have a... If you would like some immediately, I could get a small diamond and grind it down to dust for you. I scowl at him and hand over the hundred gold. <laughs> All right, he grinds. Uh, so are we, a, we aren't able to like sweep the floor of his workshop to get some of the. Uh, you can get a lot of dust, like human dust. Human dust. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> Just flakes of skin. Okay, so non-detection has a pinch of diamond dust worth three hundred GP. It's interesting that that spell hmm. specifies, whereas. Stone skin just says diamond and granite dust. So I think it's implying that it can be bargained for. <laughs> that it can be scraps or whatever from the from the cutting from the gem cutting floor. Hmm. Is that at least that would be my interpretation. So hopefully long term I can negotiate these for like half price or something. But I think hundred GP for a casting or for a per dose of diamond dust is what the what the book says. 
So how do you want, how is that the price now? Um, how do we want to do? So how, like you can get a hundred GP worth of diamond dust if right now, if you'd like, you can tell me your, the value you want, or we can just say this well, guy what produces. What I need for my, for my bookkeeping purposes is how many castings I have on hand and how much it costs. So I think long term, it's just 50 GP seems like 50 GP per casting. For granite? For if I'm cutting diamond in half with granite, 50 50. Mm -hmm. by, the, by the books, 50 GP. And maybe I can even get it cheaper if it's like, if we can find a system to scrape it up off the floor. Well, I think. Or I even include the... it with lifestyle expenses. I don't, I don't know if this is something that's so. It's not monetized in the book. Right. So I don't know if this is something you want to. So I think you can probably get like 10 GP per month of diamond dust from him, or like with the equivalent of 10 GP worth of diamonds mm -hmm. um, in dust from him for like one gold. But that comes at like once a month you get that 10 GP. So that's like the mm -hmm. slow accumulating way for it. And it takes how much to cast a spell? Um, I think... Some skills have a, a GP requirement. The yeah, other so one's a stone skill specifically doesn't. It says right. Material components are are granite and diamond dust sprinkled on the recipient's skin. Uh, do you know what page stone skins on? I don't. I'm looking at it on the Regal Goblin's uh, it toolbox. Should be in the lower left hand corner of that. Uh, Two hundred eight player's handbook. Um, a conjure spell component specifically specifies the GP value. But I could use that to harvest his floors, probably. Because I don't think it has a GP value if it's trash, right? I think so I... I think granite uh, for stone skin, it's only like a one GP cost of diamond dust. It doesn't specify. Quantity, yeah. So I can so I think it is it sounds like I can just like collect this guy's floor scraps, pay him a GP per casting. Uh, monthly expenses. No, I think yeah. you get for one GP, you get ten GP worth of diamond dust because it's like the waste that he wasn't going to use. Yeah, but how much of that is? How much does it take to cast a stone skin? Because I'm planning on so stone skin is it's it lasts a certain number of hits. Every uh, every month you, you can cast get, it every day. Every month you, you can get ten castings of stone skin for one GP total. Okay. Through passive collection of this guy. Okay. Um, is d can, does one casting of stone skin last indefinitely, or is it like an invisibility that expires at the end of the day? Mm. Mm. It blocks a specific number of attacks. Right, and it doesn't say it doesn't give a duration at all. No, it's duration special. It lasts D four plus one attack for two levels. So it's the kind of thing you cast at the beginning of the day. Protect yourself. Um, but I'm wondering if it goes away when I fall asleep or if it's like I can cast it and if I don't get hit for a month, it's still going. That seems pretty strong, but it is also a fourth level spell. So I'm going to yeah. say it lasts until all the hits are taken up. Okay. Okay. All right. So for my first, how much is my first bout of spell components? And then moving forward, I'll pay the GP. Right. Um, so he has a small diamond that he can sell you for 10 GP and then grind it up into dust for another 2 GP. A 10 GP, that's pretty cheap. Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a little I'll, little tiny diamond. Yeah, I'm throwing some granite dust with it. All right. Yeah. And that is one casting? That is 10 castings of stone skin. Oh, okay. Sweet. 
Easy peasy. Pays um, to know NPCs, even if they fear you and are oppressed. So and this gives you. This actually gives you immunity to um, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing weapons, including magical. Yeah. Aside from, I'm basically invincible. Aside from like breath weapons or fireballs. Suck it. I mean, it, it'll only last like eight attacks. So if I get like jumped by something with a bunch of attacks or by a large group right. of goblins, I can still go down. But it is pretty awesome defensive spell. Okay, so spells that go through it, like magic do, missile. Yeah, magic missiles do damage and they knock off charges. Okay, cool. All right. However, yeah. Yeah. Now that we've got all that squared away. Yeah. Um, I will also want to mem- want to cast Stone Skin. Okay. And also for Thunderstaff, I need to collect uh, rainwater from a thunderstorm, mm-hmm. which has no monetary value, but I, I guess I need to wait for a thunderstorm. I <laughs> have taken this into account and tracked when the thunderstorms will be in for the next, like, three months. All right, so I'm keeping an eye out for that. I don't have any weather sense or anything like that, but this is something that I need. So I'll have a jar ready to collect some rainwater. Okay. And I need to write these spells down somewhere, so I'm probably, I don't think I can, how much does a spell book cost? Costs 100 GP per page for a non, no, for a traveling spell book? Expensive. Per page. Okay, so I'm probably just writing these down on standard paper for now. Right. That standard paper, if it gets wet, will be ruined. Yeah. Gross. I do have a scroll case. Uh, scroll case is not waterproof, though. So, like, if it gets tossed into a water the river, it'll probably float for a while, but if it gets submerged... Yeah. Yeah. Water yeah. resistant, let's call it. Like a watch. Like a bad watch. I need watch. a spellbook. Sorry, I need more money to buy more spellbooks. I guess I could be writing these in Lori the Magnificent spellbook. And that bastard would get credit for it, coming up with all these great spells. That's probably where they're being written, though. So I guess I should roll pages. Uh, how many? It's d6 minus one plus the spell level? Yes. So d6 plus three? Yes. The fourth level spells? Correct. And I think I'll have three to roll. Five, eight, and six. So that is for... Dimension Door, Thunderstaff, and Stone Skin. It's a total of 14, 19 pages. God, Lori's spellbook is almost filled up too. Wizard Life. This is turning into economics and dragons. Well, that's Sim- what happens when you get to high level. Dungeon. All right. Um, so non-traveling spellbooks, stationary spellbooks, which are just, you know, big and heavy, are 50 gold per page. Traveling spellbooks, which are smaller, are 100 GP per page. Um, I'd be if I didn't just have to. If I didn't just buy off sticks, I would have. I would be loaded. But I had too much. Had too much weight in gold weighing me down, so I had to pawn some of it. Cool. Um. So I. Th- I think I'm caught up bookkeeping. I do want to swap my spells around, so I will cast that stone skin on myself. 
Mm -hmm. Am I self-rested enough to like burn a dimension door, memorize a stone skin, stone skin myself? Or do I need to wait till no, tomorrow? No, it's been like 12 hours since you've been awake. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. So I do want to go back and nap and yeah. swap all this out. All right, so I'll head back to the keep, I think, unless something, oh. No, I want to swing by the temple. It's been a long time. I've been designing a water clock in a lot, in a lot of sleepless nights. So I imagine like surveying the the, the construction site is probably overdue for that. So I will check in on the main temple in Misty Rapids before heading back to the keep. Sure. You swing by the main temple. I do have my horse, right? I would have ridden. No, I didn't declare that I cast it, so I would have probably. Oh. I, I don't care for today's purposes what you ride. Okay. No, I think I'm probably saddle sore. I've been like riding nonstop for weeks, so I'm probably taking a slow day walking around okay. as well with my various equipments. Uh, so after visiting the jeweler, I will walk up the steps to the main temple. Hasn't burned to the ground or anything yet? Nope. All, all is well in Misty Rapids? Yep, as good as it can be. As I climb the hill, I'll like take a gander to the west at the Temple of Purification. The main temple, I think, has a good view of most of the town, right? Oh, yeah, it's way up on the hill. Mm -hmm. You have a nice view of the Temple of Purification. You have a nice view of everything else. The temple is intact. The Temple of Purification is intact. Its palisade wall and single watchtower are still standing. Although you see fewer worshippers in the fenced-in area than you did previously. Maybe it's just an off day. Or maybe this is a result of your activities. Hmm. No, I'm sh I'm sure this is my doing. <laughs> I don't. I'm a dimensionalist. I don't believe in coincidences. Mm -hmm. Alright. So I approach the main temple. I'm probably mostly just surveying the, the facade, imagining where the clock tower is going to go, and all these things. I heard about. Um, can't remember what campaign planning session I tuned into, but you were designing a clock in the middle of the of a river. Oh yeah, that's for Age of Strife. Yeah, an alternate universe where Georg's design for a for a hydroelectric powered <laughs> is erected in the center of town. Mm, interesting. Or at least that's what I tell myself. In any case, the prototype version is being designed for for the main for this to the temple, whether the priestess knows it or not. Actually, I probably have some, do I have like prototype pieces? Or have I not gotten that far yet? I'm sure you have a small working there, prototype. There setups. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was like the first thing I did was just like, I don't know. Yeah, you've got like your basic funnel, funnel yeah. thingy, yeah. you know, lines, however you do it. Yeah. Um, what's going on at the main temple? Is the uh, people are going about their business, worshiping their gods. It seems like a very ordinary day here. Um, Do I make them uneasy? Do they not tremble at my visage? Not really. No, I, I didn't. I, I, I've been regretting that the taking thunderstaff instead of uh, fear. Fires are more. But I yeah, from a purely rules perspective, AOE stun I think is better than AOE fear mm -hmm. in terms like the yeah Terms thing for your crowd play. control 
No, no, not in terms of role play. In terms oh. of mechanics, I think like a, a stun was better than a fear. But yeah. I want people to fear me. I'm a black robe wizard. Well, these people don't seem too afraid of you right now. Maybe that's because they're at peace with their gods around them. Mm. One of the acolytes does walk over to you, giving you a, a deep bow, and says, "Our Carl." Is there anything we can do for you here today? Perhaps you would like to make an offering. Hmm. What does one offer the timeless one? Oh, this isn't this isn't a temple to Tempos. This is a main generic temple. So there's not pews, there's like a big circular worship room with this with a with statues around the outside. And a, like a stairwell in the center blocking the middle of the room, right? It's like a donut. Um, it's not a stairwell. There's like column. Right, here, let me, let's is, there a crypt? is there a crypt in the middle of the room? There's a... Let's just look at the, the thing right now. Yeah. So there's a... It's a donut. There's a giant... It's like floor to ceiling. Yeah. This black stuff right here uh, where it says, whoops, Tempos and Nadinus goes floor to the ceiling. So from the walkway, you cannot see the other side. Um, there's a small, well, not that small. There's an altar to Falumbra in the middle, and that altar gets moved, which opens up the crypt below. Evan suggests that I offer the timeless one dank memes. I don't know that I don't know that Tempos has an imager, but no, I don't. No, I think he's got better things to do with his infinite time. Really? You know, I think he I think he does all of these things simultaneously because he is master of time. He has escaped. He lives outside of time, right? He is time. He simultaneously browses Imager and lives a productive, fulfilling life. <laughs> he's, yes. he's mastered the game. Somehow. He is the game. <laughs> um... No, I don't think, unless the priest is pushy, I kind of just check things out. Hmm. Right. Okay. Um, and then on your way back, I'll... why don't we take our first break right here? It's been an hour somehow already. Yeah, that perfect. I think fast. we've got all the bookkeeping out of the way, so we're all ready. Cue the encounter with the giant sand electric eels or something that are going to come burrowing out of out of the tether wilds. And... Yes. Electric sand eels, powered by all the static electricity that they build up as they burrow through their sand. It's all those damn lightning bolts that I cast. <laughs> I, I attracted their attention. Yeah. All right, we'll see you guys on the other side of our break. Bye-bye for now. Clear. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. Morning? What time zone are you in? Uh, I'm talking to our European viewers right now, those guys in Sweden and Norway, because they are up. Uh, Mr. Meat Sauce is here. So it's got to wow. be something awful early in Sweden. Yeah, thank you for watching. I'm, yeah, this time this time works great for me. I was able to get in a, a full day of productive activities. And I was able to get in a day of activities. You were too. able. To, <laughs> you got in a day. Well, anyways, there was a day. Yeah. 4 a.m. says meat sauce. Oh, yeah. We got some German people. Yeah. We got some Swedes. Lots of people from Germany. My Whew. God, we're surrounded by Germans. Wow. Up all night. Up all night for the Dicing with Deaths. Trying to get lucky. 
so you are back in Castle Song. It's not really Castle Song, but uh, Song Keep. Song Keep. We need to come up with a cooler name, like a pun on songs. I don't know. Think about it. Mm. I was thinking, I guess I don't have en- the enchantment sphere, so this would be difficult. But if I ever made him a uh, weapon, it could be the song blade. Mm, good. But I don't think Gary is going to be enchanting weapons anytime soon. No. No. So you're so back, back in the to keep. the keep. Yeah. I come strolling up to the keep in the wee hours of the morning, or not the wee hours of the morning, normal hours of the morning. Yeah. Maybe even afternoon um, now, because you got to walk the three miles on foot, which I guess that's only an hour. No, yeah, it's probably still morning. Totally morning. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, so um, you arrive back in the keep uh, it looks like everyone's finished up breakfast and as you approach well as you go in through the gates Crystal lets you know that Baron Song would like to see you but she pauses afterwards and furrows her brow um, I think this is within with regards to his mother I rush straight there, probably without giving any exp- explanation to... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure what she knows or what she's insinuating, but I did... I feel like the last... Was that the last time I talked to Baron Song that I told him? No, that was a while ago, right? That, a while I, ago. that I had the vision of his mother murdering his father. Yes. His mother is possibly still alive. Yes, that's okay, that's... yeah. Uh, and Crystal was the one who helped the mother escape. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that's why she's okay. She's yeah. still here though. That's 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 the thing. She hasn't been murdered. She hasn't mysteriously disappeared. <laughs> nope, not mysteriously dead yet. Okay, so I will head into the keep. Yes. Um. All right, you arrive in the keep. You find Baron Song in his war chamber, uh, talking to Haynes. The big kind of brutish guy cue the creepy music or as the theme song to song keep updated with the new captain of the guard uh, no it maintains its original creepy self yeah, there's there's just no way to, to brighten up this this abysmal place no. oh, is it just the three of us just the three of you uh, it looks like Baron Song is going over the names and locations of the villages nearby, and Haynes is pretty ambivalent about it. Come on, it's just another village. I don't really need to know its name, right? Just write in, save the day, right out. It's all that easy. Baron Song gives him a, an angry, impatient look, which is not something you often see him give. He says, it is important what the names are and who lives in them. There are nuances that you must be aware of. Come on. Nuances, schmuances. I'll just take <clears> care <throat> of whatever the problem is whenever it arises. Yeah, I make my, uh, like, clear my throat. Uh, Lord Song, is everything all right? I, like, approach the table and try and, like, figure out what it is they're discussing based on what's laid out on the table. <laughs> like, can I gauge what vigil- which villages they're pointing to, or is that not apparent? Uh, it is apparent. It's just the local villages that are marked on the map. Um, Misty Rapids has to its name 41 different villages. Make that 
56. No, maybe. those villages remain outside of the property of Misty Rapids. Baron Song gets zero of your tax dollars from those. I have a hard time imagining he's gonna let that fly, but I haven't let him know yet. So we'll we'll see how right. how that negotiation goes. He waves Haynes off, uh, and Haynes rubs his belly, strolls out, and goes, "God, I think it's time for breakfast again." He gives you a, a big hefty pat on your back that almost sits second, really. Second breakfast, they call it in the south. Second breakfast. That's a great idea. That means you can have unlimited breakfast. I love this yeah, notion. I, I tell him the halfling term for second breakfast. Quip clop. The hell's a quip clop. Alright. And send him off downstairs to get even bigger. And I take a seat at the table, I guess. Yes. And Song is rubbing his temples in one hand. Man is a handful in more ways than <laughs> one. So, I... Just, yeah. we have many things to discuss, you and I. I nod. I just returned from Thornwood this last night. I knew. Tell me. What of my mother? I cock ahead to your 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 mother? Yes, we spoke about her. You yes, think you might is... know where she would be? Uh, I have I've seen her in visions the past where she is now I not even speculate. Uh, I'm racking my. There was nothing. I wasn't like. Did I forget to like investigate something about his mother? Yeah, there was a, a moment where you had the option of going after his mother or um, going to do the vampire stuff, and you thought you didn't have enough time. She she was in last seen in Pernissus years ago. Where is Pernissus? Do I? Is this this is coming back to me? Yeah, like this is slowly coming back to you. Pernissus oh, is a town in Drekus, the kingdom to the southeast. Southwest. Okay. I have not had a chance to travel to Drekus yet. In fact, I have never been. But if you think this is important, it seems that perhaps we have more problems locally. My mother is alive, I would like to see her returned. Those that might have seen to her death are all gone now. What local issues do you speak of? Well, I guess if the naming of these villages isn't an issue, well, I guess if these are the issues, then we've, we're probably living in good times. They do not fall under your jurisdiction. Captain of the guard must know the lands he is to guard. He has spent far too long adventuring about the world. Does not have a serious mind. Tell him about my newly acquired lands or not. I feel like it will be worse if he finds out that I've kept this from him later. 
as he undoubtedly will in like a day when a messenger shows up from Thornwood. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, you'll be pleased to know that everything uh, went well with the return to Thornwood. The vampire is dead. Styx has agreed to retire. And I am credited with the slaying of Lady Redshield. Excellent. The Countess should give you some deeds to hand over to me. Has she done so already? Uh, I have been uh, given given deeds, uh, but the villages lie in the counties of uh, of Rainwood and Thornwood. Yes. Aside from maybe this one, which may be annexed. Uh, is there, are the villages on the map that he has in front of him? Or are the other... No, this map is just a... a uh, Misty Rapids oh. local area Okay, map. well, I point to the border of the Thornwood Forest. Probably near, like, Dissect Lands. And so Very aside, near Dissect Lands. Yeah. I say aside from this one. It seems like Lady Redshield mostly accumulated land on the eastern border with the Ashlands. Why... She would have accumulated such inconvenient villages in two counties is beyond me, but I suspect they will be of strategic advantage. And the deeds, they can be rewritten and handed over. Do you really think it's wise to extend the, the the deeds? Just have like my name on it. They don't even they don't even have maps or anything, right? Correct. Uh, so the map doesn't even extend to the to the east. No, the map that you guys are looking at right now uh, it ends at the ends at the ends kind of like right here ish. Okay. Yeah, it's like of this type of map. I yeah, I guess I'm already sitting down, but um. Uh, I lean back. Okay. Like, do you really, do you really think it'd be wise to extend the borders of Misty Rapids to include these villages in the Ashlands? The Countess may take this as a slight. I uh, don't think it would extend the territory, but it would certainly extend the wealth. I'm sure those villages... This, this, this is like a... Okay. I'll produce the paperwork and probably store them in this room. Having them rewritten... Oh, sorry, I, this is this is my thought process. I'm not saying this out loud. But I do produce the... This um, it would be a load off of my mind if, um, if you could have your stewards take... If your stewards would take over management of these lands. I think politically, though... The countess, both countesses, would be much more at ease if um, if we were to not rock the boat. I do not know what your relationship is with with these women, but looking at the looking at the geography, Our, Carl, I'm not sure. What I'm going to try and find a map of the of the greater area. I'm not sure what you're getting to, Art Carl, but your ignorance in these areas shows through. There is a single countess in Thornwood. 
Rainwood is governed by a baroness. If you can't get your lords and lieges straight, what makes you think you should maintain control of these villages? You are young and naive. You have done great things and you have great power, but do not get ahead of yourself here. You are my court wizard and these lands are in my name. Actually, my lord, they are not. And <laughs> that, is, that was my suggestion. He pounds the table. Mm-hmm. And my suggestion, no offense intended, is to leave it that way. And I like, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a stack. I mean, I've produced from my deep pockets this stack of deeds to these villages. So they're, they're like, at, they're on the table or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was actually getting, I, I think I'm standing and trying to find a map that would actually give us some perspective of what we're talking about here. Was I able to find such a, such a map or? Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll roll it out. Um, he's probably fuming, but I'll like continue with my train of thought. And like g- gesture to to the region east of the Russian River, mm-hmm. the villages that Lady Red Shield accumulated were here. Yes. If if you were to incorporate these into your under your control, in your name, why the County of Thornwood and the Barony of Rainwood would be surrounded. This is a power play that will not go unnoticed by by the ladies in charge over there. I was merely suggesting that you leave these name, leave these lands harmlessly in the, uh, yeah, in the ownership of one Art Carl of Misty Rapids with no, yeah, with no family or succession to keep the, keep the women of the woods at ease. Your suggestion has been noted. I, yeah. So I, I will like file or like store these, these things in, I guess in the map room. It sounds like he's probably gonna doctor these documents or have them like re-changed when I leave them here. Is that the, I guess I'll, I guess I'll find out later. Um, but this doesn't really concern concern Georg, I don't think. Although I do expect money from them. We'll see what happens when the taxes start rolling in. Yeah, Lord Song has stewards, right? That will that will take care of the ship. Um, no, Lord Song doesn't actually own any villages. He oversees the town, and other people own villages, and he collects their money. Okay. Yeah. So. So he doesn't have any stewards per se. He would have to hire stewards to oversee the villages. What do I even need him for? I'm just, he's just expecting taxes. Yeah. And the, those deeds are not in, not in this map room or anything like that. I mean, they're, they're not his. They're the local lords keep their own correct their own villages yes collect their own taxes and send him some tribute once a month or whatever once a year he collects one third of all the money they make and he sends one third of all the money he makes to the countess of thornwood 
Mm -hmm. And she sends one third of all the money she makes to the Queen of Stromheim. Mm -hmm. So a portion of these villages need, yeah. We'll see. I don't think this is a debate that we're going to have right here, right now, but... He changes the subject. Yeah. So, my mother. Kira was thinking to cast a stone skin on this guy. My my mother in Pernissus. This is someone you can find, yes? You have your ways. I have found people before, but you saw how long it took to track down the Lady Red Shield. I assume your mother is a is an intelligent woman and has hidden her tracks well. She may not be a vampire, but she was a powerful woman, was she not? Is a powerful woman? I would like to know that. So he doesn't, there's, so he doesn't, I guess he doesn't know, yeah. So Lady Thornwind probably doesn't own any property either, aside yeah. from like the, her own keep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes some lords will own actual villages in their area. And mm-hmm. it does happen, but it's it's pretty uncommon. So we'll come up with something, yeah. I guess for now I'll leave the deeds here, but I think I'm thinking about coming back and like, well, I mean, I guess Thornwood, Lady Thornwood was there and drafted up the documents. If they change, they're not, I mean, if they change, that's gonna raise suspicions, right? I mean, it's not like Baron Song gets any legal authority holding, well. What is your plan? Where the where the, the king? Where is Parnassus? I like it's like not even. I'd have to look at like a world map too. Yeah, you need a world map, which is something that you don't have here. Really, Baron Song doesn't even have one. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even know where this Parnassus is. Um, you have been told by I think her name was Thief in Town, Veronica, Victoria, uh, Vanessa, Vanessa that Pernissus is on the eastern seaboard of Drekus. Okay, so that's the kingdom to the south? To the southeast. Not the not the one just southeast of Misty Rapids. That's Matava. It is southeast beyond that. God, so this is like... Would I have to... Could I get a boat from Shirebrook, or would I have to travel to... You could get a boat from Shirebrook, definitely. Is it flying distance? I don't even know where, so it, where there it is. Are, there are two ways to get there. There's the overland and the sea route. The sea mm-hmm. route, you could take a ship from Shirebrook 
Uh, or if you wanted to, you could go from Misty Rapids to Tassel, then down to Jaka in uh, Matava, and then overland again to Lyra, and then take a ship from Lyra. Or you could just travel overland the whole way to Pernissus, or, or some combination of those things. Would it be through Cauldron, or through... If you want to go... Well, I guess I need to... Hmm. Alright, here, this is what we're going to do. Um, a crude map can be drawn on paper, which is presented to you here. Does it exist in his map room, or he has to no, draw no, no. it he's, up? He's pulling out a map and drawing it for you. Um, hmm. He says, this right here is Aradon. Let everyone see that. This is Aradon, roughly. Matava is down here, roughly. Over mm-hmm. here, we have uh, Mistrea. And down here is Aradon. Hey, aren't we in Aradon? Uh, in- uh, Drekus. Drekus, where Aradon, yeah. So this is Drekus. This is Mistrea. This is Matava. And this is Aradon. Is dead in Sausage Valley, Westerton, and Mistrea? No, it's Dre- in Drekus. So we're, we could be heading to Sausageville. It's on the eastern seaboard of Drekus. It's somewhere mm-hmm. over here, he says. Jesus. We are here. You can take a ship from Shirebrook, or you can go through Matava and take a ship from there or overland. I do not recommend approaching Matava by land. Is Aerodon at war with Matava? No. You may not find it to your liking there. They have a different sort of rule. You would need to take a woman with you. Men have no rights in that land. (laughs) Well, perhaps I can find a wig. They are matriarchal, and men are only permitted under the escort of a female. (laughs) I find this concept amusing, but I don't... Maybe a boat would be the best... As do I. ...option. (laughs) Some years ago, maybe 10 years ago now, 15, Aradon assaulted Matava. A full-on invasion planned at conquering the whole kingdom. How many prisoners of war did Matava take? None. None. It was unfortunate. The army overland went... Poorly. There's a old and wingless green dragon that lives in a forest on the border between Matava and Aradon. It devoured most of the overland army. The ships that went southward were met with a terrible storm by chance, and the remainder of the fleet was destroyed. The assault over the canals was 
highly successful, using wizards to fly people over the canals and take a town, but without backup from either of the other armies, they eventually perished. Matava is all but impregnable. I think maybe up for a for some adventure to Drekus. I've been a a house wizard for too long. Um, I'll probably need a few days to get ready. Excellent. It will be a long journey by ship should you choose to travel that way. I think affairs here are well enough in order, unless you have for me a new magical locking mechanism or a, a portal to install. I have come across an interesting scroll. Tell me. Capable of. I like look to the door. Is the door open? Yeah, wide open. Yeah. So I whisper under my breath capable of animating undead warriors. This is not a power I myself possess, but some old wizard thought to write it down for me. One of these could perhaps make a great guard. But the. Such preparations would take time. I think it may need to wait until after my expedition. Or we could delay the journey. If I'm correct in my understanding, these creatures would take no food, need no sustenance. They would be loyal beyond death. To the letter. Sounds like a very good plan indeed. I actually had a plan to... uh, I wanted to coat them in bronze to make them armored armored skeletons and probably wrap them in like some kind of cloth so that they don't look like skeletons my, my, my secret that I know like dip the skeletons in molten bronze yep I don't know if I do that bone by bone or do it do like the animate them first and then dip them no that would probably give them fire damage and they'd probably die okay so it would be quite an undertaking accumulating a, a eight people's worth of bones, stripping the flesh and casting them all in bronze. Oh man, that's such a good idea. That was, that was what I thought my quest would be today. And I would have to travel to like cauldron or something to burn all the flesh off of these bones in the, in the bubbling hot springs and giant vat of cast of bronze. And Skeletons with like AC 20, basically. What would, well, what would, what is bronze plate? Probably be AC 18 or something. Yeah, bronze plate is only like a breastplate. Bronze plate isn't 
But we'd be talking plate mail. Hmm. Except versus steel. Except versus steel, then it'd be plate mail minus one. Dude. Oh, chat suggested null skeletons. I could, I think if I used higher hit die creatures, they would just be higher hit die skeletons. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if I could stone skin skeletons. I could go through they each small... skin. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> Chat seems quite pleased with this idea. I'm pleased with this idea. <laughs> yeah, that was my plan for this episode. Now here, uh, Aaron Song talking about exporting me overseas, out outsourcing me, or the opposite. Uh, just sending yeah. you on overseas missions. Yeah. I think, I think then that I should delay the journey to get all of my affairs here in order. How long will that take you? I shrug. A week? Well then, I shall not interfere with you any further. Do what you need. See me before you go. Uh, and he turns his back, rolls up the map, puts it away, and heads on out. Uh, what of my of the deeds? Does he touch them before he leaves? Like, does he uh, leave I thought in the you room? put them away already. Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, so are they, like, stored somewhere in the, in the map room? Yeah. Okay. Um... I mean, I've got a more or less photographic memory. Like, I'll, I'll know if he's if they've been tampered with. Yeah, and any sort of tampering and, that would give him access to it would be very obvious. It would have his name on it instead of yours. Or, I mean, he could forge new documents or something. Mm-hmm. I think I'm kind of... I'd be fine with him managing the land, even if he... Like, if... I was... Like, 50% is what the... What... Stupid account- would take. Yeah. Yeah. So if a similar arrangement can be reached with Lord Song like that, I don't necessarily, I don't know. We'll deal with it when it comes tax season. But And I should probably check on those lands and make sure they're not getting, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Seems irresponsible to be taking a trip overseas soon after inheriting these lands, but. Well, it's your call to make. Yeah. Right now, we need to find a bunch of bones. Well, there are crypts. Crypts aplenty. Yeah. Monster. With the regular animate dead, you can animate higher hit die creatures, can't you? Yes. But they don't have higher Thacko? They just have higher hit dice? Higher hit die comes with higher Thacko. Really? Yeah. So two hit die skeleton gets plus one to hit. Yep. Actually, I think skeletons already have a plus one to hit, so a two hit die skeleton think, would be plus two to hit. I think zombies have plus one to hit. Uh, skeleton, echo twenty. That might be the case. 
But with my, even if I sacrifice a soul, we're talking nine hit die total. Thought. I had actually, I had thought about trying to make it more. Skeletons are plus one to hit. Really? I thought about trying to be more sentimental about it and resurrecting Greller or you or maybe my army of slaves. And that would require a lot of wandering around digging up bodies just for one hit die skeletons. Mm -hmm. So what do you plan on doing? I need to go find some skeletons. I need to get, I'm going to rest and deal with spells first. Cool. And then figure out where I can find me some bodies, preferably with extra hit dice. All right. So I want to sleep so that I can swap a dimension door for a stone skin and then cast it upon myself. Sure. Um, Yeah. Yep. I guess we'll fast forward however fast many forward hours I sleep. Yeah, all right. Okay. Uh, should I roll the d4? Yes. D4 plus four. Nice, Max. Good way to start it off. You can suffer eight attacks and take no damage from weapons. Nice. Oh yeah, and I got this unicorn horn in my pocket. Good luck, good luck murdering me with an editor cap now. Asshole DM insurance. Um, Does it change my appearance or do I just? Yes, you're uh, as you like pull back your robes, I was going to wait till you had a, a moment where you saw your skin. Yeah. Um, but as you pull up your robes to take a look at your arms, they are gray and rough like sandpaper all over. Uh, you imagine your face probably looks the same, but when touching your skin, you don't you don't feel the sandpaper. But if you like drag your hand against a rock, like the, the castle wall, you can hear it grating. Mm-hmm. I, at some point, I'd like to find a mirror. I may even have one as a spell component. Probably have one in the lab at the very least. Prisms, no mirrors. I might have one in the with all the labware. If not, I'll go find one in the keep. Yeah, you can find a mirror eventually. Uh, and mm-hmm. you are gray all over. Gray and ashen was, like granite. I was already kind of ashy. You look like a stone giant, miniaturized into a human form. Really? Yeah. So people are going to know? Oh, yeah. You will look obviously different. Of course, chat's first answer is sandpaper dick. (laughs) (laughs) Unintended consequences. God, no. Stone giants somehow managed to reproduce, so. Ooh, I do have identifications to cast. I've got Lady Red Shield's ring. 
I do also, I could learn like an alter self spell and turn into a woman so that I could travel through Matava. That thought briefly crossed my mind. Or just be a badass secret wizard living on the land. I don't know. We'll think about it over the course of this week. So what else would you like to do? Uh, I think I want to actually acquire some diamonds and cast and identify. And I am studying spells in this time. And I'm going to start thinking about my travels. So uh, I assume that diamonds can be acquired for 100 GP each. Or sorry, not diamonds. Uh, pearls. Pearls. Yes. Okay. So I think at some point that next day I will be casting an identify. After the eight hours of preparation or whatever. So that's probably what this day is spent doing. Yeah, so this is now Monday. When you cast the stone skin, you go get a pearl. You go prepare your room and you yeah. what, what's the date? The thirtieth. Oh, so I do. Oh shit! I have uh, taxes. Tomorrow's the thirty-first. Tuesday's the thirty-first. Ah, uh, you're gonna take all my money. Uh, well, we had talked about now you're getting room and board through Baron Song's keep. You're not actually yeah. having to pay for a house anymore. So I think your monthly fees should probably go down. In fact, we might want to stopped we might want to charge you like 50 gold this month and from here on out since you have a place that is you know mm -hmm. you you're well you're doing you were giving me 200 in income but my cost of living was four is going to be 400 a month right but i'm saying that your cost of living might be a lot less now that because you have room and board in baron song yeah i guess the 50 gp per level is assuming and I think that also includes spell components and stuff. Yeah, so we can start buying things individually, and we don't have to worry about you paying rent in a house anymore. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Or we just, can just say that living here eats up half your costs. Okay. Or reduces your costs by half. Okay. So should we do that accounting now? Um, yeah, let's do it now. Tomorrow. All right. So how much? So should I, you're saying I should net 100 GP from Baron Song, and half of that goes to and uh, then 100. Gives you goes, what? 250 a month? I don't even. 200, I think, is what I got last month. Okay, so you get 200 from him, and then you pay half of. Well, 400 is what it would be at 50 GP per level. Okay, so well, then bit. you you break even. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, and that that, that seems fine. Yeah. Hot, hot, hot. Okay. Um, and identification. I will prep uh, Lady Redshield's ring and the amulet, which I have leveled up since last time I identified, so it is possible to acquire a new. It is. I don't think there's any other magic items I have. I tried the unicorn horn, right? And it wasn't. Ooh, wind shear. I'll prep wind shear as well, just in case. So starting with the chat ring. Chat is convinced you were getting 250 GP. Thanks, chat. I'll write an extra 50 GP on my character sheet. Jump change. Okay, so what is your percent chance to pass your identify spell? Uh, it's 10% per level, right? Right, and you're level 8? Level 8. I could... Is 90% the max? I could sacrifice a soul to make this 
90%. You could. I was going to save that for Animate Dead. Uh, can I use a soul to cast a scroll, to read a scroll? Or do I, am I not sure if that would work? I think you're not sure if it would work. But okay. it certainly couldn't hurt to try. You know, at worst, it would just do, it wouldn't change anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I do actually have a chance to fail the scroll if I cast it before I hit level nine. But if I can use a soul, maybe I can bypass that and just cast it as if I were level nine. Do I think there will be an opportunity to, nah, soul, probably, uh, it's 100 GP. How much is how much is a human soul worth on the open market? Maybe it's worth it here. Oh, man. The whole village down below. Yeah. I, well, I got all those followers out at the, down at the temple in Nadinus. I'm sure I could talk one of them into being my soul or being my undead servant or something. I'll use a soul in the identify. All right. Uh, so it's a 90% chance to identify the ring is first, right? Yeah. All right. That is success. Okay. Uh, it is a ring of protection. <laughs> Neil, I'm OP. Did you, did you know that? Look, she had the ring on for a long, long time. Back when you yep. were like level five or whatever. Yep, yep, yep. I had to, so did the vampire have bonus AC from the ring? Yes. Which adds to more of the reason why it was difficult to hit her when she was inside a crypt. She had magical plus <laughs> to her yeah. AC. Yeah, feel better about that. Um, will I know that there's no more to be learned of the ring through further identifies, or do I have to burn another to guess uh, You'd that? have to burn another. All right. I'll, okay. Well, so let's keep going. I guess let's go to the amulet next, and I'll probably come back to the ring because uh, I have what, no. Why don't we go to the sword next? I was going to save yeah. the amulet for last. Okay, but I was kind of rationing. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, it was scimitar next. Okay. Cheer. Uh, scimitar is past. Uh, wind shear, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, got to look. I up. think my the leader of my undead uh, death core will probably carry wind shear. Although, I mean, yeah. I need to get a sheath for it. So I don't think skeletons get bonus, bonus, or they deal D6 regardless of their weapon, but I think they would still get magic bonuses. Right? Does that make sense? So skeleton monsters manual skeletons are like, they deal D6 regardless of the weapon because they're awkward. Right. And so whether they're using swords or spears or halberds or- Right, but the magic bonuses would stack. Okay. Um, so what does Windshear do? At least what is... Windshear is a... Has no magic... Uh, well, the prop, the first property you get is bonus to hit and damage. Okay. And so I'll, I'll do another roll. Just Which you pass as well, cool. and there's nothing else in Windshear. So it's just a cool name for a plus uh, uh, magic scimitar. Right. Okay. Um... Did you want to check the ring again, or did you want to go straight to the amulet now? Uh, amulet, and then I'll come back to the ring. I've got nine properties, so I'll probably be, sure. we'll probably run out. Uh, why don't we take a break? Because we're at break time. <laughs> we're going to find something good. And we'll see you guys on the other side of the break. Hype. Maybe hype, maybe there's nothing, but this is a great time to break. See you guys in a few minutes. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. So... Georg is divining the chaos with his identify spell. 
And do I discover anything more about the Amulet of Malchus? Or do I fail my You succeed. Uh, creatures with more life energy have more souls. Confirmed. That, that explains the trolls that gave me like a... I can't even remember what it... It was like a supercharged soul that counted as like two... I don't know if it would have counted as two levels. I think I used it for two spells, but... Interesting. Is that there is no more like quantification to it than that? Just, nope. Just this You're going to have to experiment with the rest of that. Yeah. Oh, I have all sorts of experiments I want to do with the amulet. And I actually kind of, I think that, I don't, yeah, in the story, I think that this may be, Georg may wind up inventing black magic as a result of, like, the soul, ma- blood magic? Is that blood what you call that? Yeah. Because it seems like a pretty similar function, like using a soul to increase the level of a spell casting. Mm-hmm. But, God, we'll, let's, let's hope that Baron Song does not see fit to increase my budget and expand the laboratory into the basement <laughs> and attach the dungeon to it. And that would just be awful. Wouldn't wouldn't we all hate that? Well, we'll see. Maybe you'll just have to take over Baron Song's lands and get all of his money. My my plan is actually to construct. Oh, I thought these. I didn't think these lands that I inherited were there. I thought they were they were in the soggy hills out there in the boonies. Soggy Hills are unclaimed yes. territory. Really? Oh, so I can just build my iron wizard tower out there and no one will even bat an eye. Probably, but there's like monsters that live out there. But if you could build an iron wizard tower out there. At level When I'm at level nine, I'm planning on rolling for wall of iron, which creates permanent iron walls. And I'm just going to break the economy of your world and you'll have to redo all of your spreadsheets. <laughs> when, <laughs> when iron supply starts leaking out of Misty Rapids. Hmm. Okay. Um, I still have six things. Well, you've used four. Four. So I still have five things. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to start making the rounds. I don't think Ring of Protection will tell me anything more unless it's not just a Ring of Protection, but I'll go ahead and roll there. Uh, it is just a Ring scimitar. of Protection, which leaves you with and the sim- four more. Okay. And the Scimitar. I'll you've already done check. the Scimitar twice. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, so then back to the amulet, I guess. I'll keep yeah, keep okay. rolling on that. I don't, you get another I thing. Are there, level, are there level limits on these, or is it just a number of qualities equal to your level? Yeah. Okay. Um, the next thing you get is that the center gem that holds a soul is replaceable. If you have a 5,000 GP diamond, you can swap it out with another 5,000 GP diamond. And make soul stones that can then be like stockpiled for later. Holy shit! You just made me the greediest wizard on the planet. Five thousand k. I think I think this artifact is probably made every greedy wizard in the history of the of the world. As like yeah, or at least a couple of them. Certainly Drexel. Interesting. Uh, I guess I'll keep rolling if you'll uh, throughout the uh, rest. How of many rolls the day do you have left? Three or is it two? Is that the? I think you got three. Yeah, I think three more. Three more ninety percent checks. Okay. If there are many more factors. All right, right, here we go. All right, you get another one. Uh, if you have multiple stored souls in multiple gems, like if you have swapped out multiple gems, each of one has a stole. 
they can all be stacked. All the souls can be combined into one. But as a, a one-time process. So, like, if mm -hmm. you've got two gems, each with one soul, and you stack the gems so they stand on top of each other, which is almost impossible because they're diamonds. It's like stacking eggs on top of each other. And you can run the amulet through them. The souls will combine into one gem. Wow. Uh, but it's a very difficult and delicate process. You need lots of time and a very still environment. And lots of lots of gemstones, which equals lots of money. Which equals lots of souls. Uh, two souls. Well, uh, but if you have three or four or five, yeah. they can be stacked. But if you have two and one and one another, it won't stack. They all have to have one to be combined. You keep rolling identify checks. The, the real question on Gerard's mind, though, is where do these souls go? I don't think that's something you figure out with an identify. I think that's something you figure out with horrible wizard experiments in the basement. I mean, yeah. One thing I want to know is if you can harvest souls at a distance, or like what the range is. Hmm. Or if I can do it without the amulet, like if you can just free a soul and harness that into magical energy, all up blood magic. Dark times ahead on Dicing with Death. Um, but then yeah, one yeah, where like if I could like track the soul going in, like I've got my sea debt or my past life spell. Can you cast past life on a soul like as it's transitioning? Or keep part of the body, like see if I could wash the last minute as the soul's being ripped from the body. Maybe I have, yeah. Like, are they just, is this just like, ta is this just like a portal to the negative material plane that's like passing souls back and forth? Probably mostly just passing souls to Malchus who tucks them away in some corner of the negative material plane or something. But where does it go? Where, where do they go? go? Where do these poor people go? All right, uh, I'll roll. I got two more checks. If, yes, you if do. Unfortunately, you fail this check. I think we've learned too much already. Way too much. No, chat, quit encouraging this. I do not need a creepy wizard basement. The grave dungeons are supposed to be in control of the DM. They're not supposed to be turned over to the players. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's why we put Qualnir on hiatus. We, he got his own, he got access to the- His own, to the, dungeon, and, own dungeon and- And he was like, oh no. Yeah. Can't handle much responsibility. Oh. Oh. All right. Creepy wizard hype. So- uh, My con drops to zero and I pass out for 24 hours. Okay. Uh, you wake up the next day. It is Monday. It is tax day. You have paid your taxes. It already, it's Tuesday, but I my. Oh yeah, it's Tuesday, tax day. I actually, so I actually wake up with a refund. I probably have to go file for the refund. I probably <laughs> have to spend the day like. It costs fifty GP to file for your refund, though. So I don't even get the refund. Just no. But I do probably have to spend some time seeking out clerks and whatnot. Um, can we deal with proficiency? Let's. We've been doing we've been doing bookkeeping for two hours. I'm so sorry, chat. You you stayed up late to watch brutal murder hoboing, and there hasn't been one. I don't even know if we've rolled anything aside from. There, I see rolls. Some skins. All right, um, but I do have three proficiency slots that I'm working on. What are you working on? I think I think I should just add etiquette as a proficiency. That's Is fine. That I said I was working on it. I didn't know how to spell etiquette. But, um, 
And then I think I wanted to spend one on crafting, like glass blowing or something. Which um, I think I think that will, that will probably require practice in the lab and like re retrofitting of the lab. Yeah. Yep. 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 So I don't know. I don't think I have enough time in Misty Rapids, but if I do, that's one thing I'm doing. And I just got a third last level that I haven't thought of. But I had an etiquette, and I'll look up that and check. Where the body's at. Uh, so I think we're going to take a field trip into that village where the gnolls died and see if I can locate their corpses. And I do need another soul. Oh, some poor... I hope... Uh, I, maybe I'm better off just hunting some gnolls. But we'll see. Let's head into Misty Rapids and then west and see what, see what I can find. Okay, are you going to take your normal horse or your undead horse? Uh, I will take... No, I will conjure a phantom... I will memorize Conjure Phantom Steed that morning. Uh, uh, hey, that's right, because you don't actually own a normal horse anymore. You've simply uh, I do. I do. You do. I have a riding horse and a mule that are both, but I think they're both they're they're in the same situation as my as my lands, as my titles, the villages. They're sort of in the under the I don't know. They're in Lord Song stables, and he and they may he may even use the riding horse and use the mule. So I'm not paying their upkeep, but I did purchase them at some point in time. Okay. And they're presumably available for my use whenever. Right. Unless they happen, yeah. But, but I tend to prefer my Phantom Steed that moves at like movement rate 30 at this point, and... 30? I think so. It's bad. And it can move over... It can move over swamps as if they were... It basically ignores difficult terrain. So yeah, I'm going to conjure Phantom Steed and rule over the Soggy Hills like the badass wizard I am. Which is why I think it's about time to put me on a boat and get me exploring somewhere new. Mm -hmm. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I think it's 32. It's four per level. Yeah. yeah. I was I was rounding. Okay. Um, so movement ready 32 30, yeah. is insane. That's more than twice as fast as a person. Um, it's faster than any horse you've ever seen. Just, yeah. Yeah. Next level, it'll be uh, again half again as fast as a normal horse, which is insane. <laughs> yeah, eventually it learns how to fly and stuff, so it gets worse. Oh my it gets god. Worse. Okay. And I already know, I haven't flown yet. I keep waiting for the Neo moment, but it hasn't happened. So you make your way over to the next village where you and Kelgreller killed all those damned holes. Yeah. Uh, you find the village very quickly. A 10-foot little phantom so you can walk on water. That's what I was that's what I was thinking next. And then it can fly. Then 12-foot can fly. And as you arrive in the village, you notice some people poking their heads up from the fields and then them kind of yelling to one another. And some of them start running out in your direction. Aggressively or uh, to greet me as their hero? I think at first you think it's aggressive, and then it dawns on you that it's actually probably hero greeting. I didn't have this Phantom Steve the last time, but they probably would recognize my... I think they've heard the rumors. Yeah. Of yeah. how many horses I had to kill to conjure <laughs> Steve. Right, I yeah, I ride to to meet these people. Um, they form a crowd around you. 
and they all begin murmuring and talking to one another. Uh, one of them steps forward and says, "Our, you're, you're, you're Georg, right? Uh, Carl, you're, you're our Carl, the, the, the savior of us." Gotta stop screwing that up. <laughs> one day. Indeed, it has been a long time since I have visited your fine village. We can't thank you enough. We always wonder that if you'd come back to 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 see us again after after we were taken over by Knowles and and, and you and and Ark, well, you and Kelgreller did such a wonderful thing. I just thank you. Well, um. You stand there awkwardly. Yeah, towering over them on my phantom steed. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't even have like a bar in this town, do they? This is just like a village. It's like right? a village, yeah. So there's not even anywhere to go ask for rumors. I just have to ask these peasants where they buried the gnolls, and everyone, everyone knows how creepy I am. Yeah. <clears throat> That's actually why I'm here. Um, what did what did you do with the with the gnolls after? All the bloodshed. We burned the bodies and buried them in a mass grave on the other side of the river. Disgusting creatures. We didn't want them anywhere near here. North? In the soggy hills? Before it. Just in the forest on the other side of the river. Good thinking. Those purifying waters, right? Um... We just really wanted them as far away as possible. I, out here in town, we, we're not as... We don't have the same values as some of the people in town. Uh, we don't mean to offend you or anything. It's just... No, it's a river. It produces water. <laughs> hmm. Well. Atheist? Atheist hillbillies? Is that, is that what's going on here? Something. Good on them. Uh, I, I mean, if they have questions, I'll, I mean, let me know. But I think I probably get out, of, get out of there and try and track down these null corpses. Um, ask for directions. Do I think I can find a mass grave on my own? As you start to turn your phantom steed around, the same mm-hmm. guy that was talking says, "Do you want to see the statue?" statue I guess I follow him into the town square is that he and the whole crowd follow Uh, well he leads you and the crowd follow and you come into that little village square and off to one side there's a statue of Art Carl and Kel Greller standing side beside is is it like a stone statue like a carving Uh, like a a mud like a dried or mud statue like an adobe statue hmm uh, and as you gaze upon it, they let out a, a cheer for our Carl. Whoops, didn't mean to become a folk hero, but I'll take it. I, I don't know what to say. I've... haven't gazed on such a stony visage of myself since I looked in the mirror this morning. 
<laughs> it's beautiful. All right, I'm. I'm gonna get out of there before it gets too awkward. All right. Uh, I they... do not have a detect. Oh, one thing I need to do. I need to learn locate creature from my locate creature scroll. But that's another day. The people. Uh, the people walk to the edge of the village with you as you ride out. Some of the children run after your horse that goes impossibly fast. Yeah, that was that was pretty cringy. Peasants. All right, I will ride north towards the river. All right. There was another thing. Well, I guess maybe locate object could find bones, but I didn't memorize that today. But I think I'll ride around north of the river. They probably didn't go far. So, uh, cross, okay, is there a way to, is there a place to cross the river at this? Yeah. This part? It looks like the river is pretty wide here, uh, nice and shallow. And your oh, horse I, can actually, I could actually just teleport across, but then I'd probably get jumped by enter caps. So let's just walk. Let's just walk. <laughs> okay. You proceed to enter the outer reaches of the Soggy Hills. Um, directly on the other side of the river, the trees are more dense. Stop the town music. Not anymore. How much do null bones weigh? This might actually be a problem for me. I might need to go get that, get the mule in the cart. Let's find the grave first. So Cross the river. The hills. Enter the soggy hills, outer region. Look about. Uh, how far across the river do you want to go? Because across the river, it's um, just like trees. And grass and bushes. Yeah, I'm and gonna bars. look around for like freshly dug. I mean, it's not gonna be freshly dug. But there, there ought to be a place where the grass isn't as high or something. So I'll, I mean, I'll spend an hour, maybe yeah, more. Yeah, more than river. enough time. Um, I assume they would have left it pretty close, but above the high water mark, there's probably some patch where the grass is lower. Exactly. Well, the, the grass may be lower, but the ground is much higher. You find this unusual okay. mound in an otherwise relatively gentle slope. Uh, the mound is maybe 20 feet across. Uh, no, no, 10 feet across. Yeah. Six feet across? Six feet across. About a bed length. There were... Can I uh, estimate how big is the is the path, is the grave, is the mass grave? Six Do feet across. Oh, so it's... it's okay. Do I remember? There were how many gnolls? There were dozens, more than a dozen, and one really big gnoll, right? Is there, a, there was a three-hit-die gnoll. Would he count as a three-hit-die creature if I tried to resurrect him? I guess I need a soul anyways. I can. I think I can just pull them out of the ground, right? That's how Animate Dead works. Like, I don't even need to uncover the bones at this point. I can just be like, skeletons rise from the earth and serve me. Yes. All right, well, let's go get a soul. I'm going to ride back across to the land of the living and... Back to the village that you just rescued. See, see about place. some. See about no, no, no. I think I made. Well, oh, I, we need to. We need to, You need to be uh, environmentally conscious of your soul harvesting. Only, only fair trade souls. You're not just gonna go take innocent people 
I try to avoid it, although it's probably happened. I, I try not to think about it. Yeah, there were some innocent children who wound up losing their souls and the line of duty wasn't there. It happens. Um, I think I want to see if there's any prisoners in the dungeon that would serve this purpose. Um, so you head back to Mr. Rapids? Yeah, that's my plan, unless some inspiration strikes me along the way. There are, by the time you get back to Mr. Rapids and ask around, well, when you get back to Mr. Rapids and ask around, you find there are no current prisoners in the dungeon. Baron Song asks you what you need the prisoners for, though. <clears throat> I... It, it, it doesn't matter. If there's no no prisoners, I'll I'll make do. Hmm. I think we have some some null bones buried in the buried in the soggy hills, anyways. Oh, someone's got to disappear. Who's it gonna be? Gonna be Ryan. I think I should. Uh, what are the if I go looking for random encounters? What are the chances that has a soul that is worth harvesting? Oh, I need to bronze them first. Yeah, I think I do, don't I? I need to bring those bones back. So let's deal with that first. I'm gonna pick up my. I'm gonna go to the stables and see if my mule and cart are still there. Uh, they are. Okay. And they can be hitched. And you can take them out and dig up the bones and come on back. Yeah, is the crossing that easy that a mule and a cart could go across it? Yeah, it's pretty shallow. Uh, you'll have to get off of your phantom steed and steady the cart and help the mule along. But as long as nothing attacks you and nothing gets uh, disturbed, it should be relatively easy. Yeah, I've just got tons of spells great for making things lighter or smaller or teleporting them across places. Uh, how do you I need to be a badass wizard. How do you propose to dig up these bodies now that you're back with Yeah, your I need to get myself a shovel. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, so you bring a shovel with you? Yeah, and I think I do the work myself. It's probably, yeah. Maybe it's a nice change of pace from all the book learning. I don't, I don't, don't want to hire want, some local villagers. To I don't dig think up. I want to hire a couple of local laborers to dig up null bones for me. What about hiring one local villager to nick, dig up null bones and then sacrifice, take his soul? <laughs> That's a perfect plan, and it's, and it's what we're going to do. <laughs> really? I didn't even, is that just the stroke of Malchus? Do I hear, do I hear that suggestion through my amulet? You do. You feel it, it pulsing against your skin. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, so, is there like a? I'm not. I'm not gonna. Yeah. Is, hmm. So I'll head into the village of Misty Rapids from the keep with the with the cart, the horse. I probably I want to buy a shovel anyways. How much does a shovel cost? Is that in the PHB? No, but I have it in my expanded economic guide. So I would like to buy a shovel and probably a pick. I need to keep those in my pocket. And while we're at it, I want to put it in order for a scimitar scabbard, or is that something I can just buy while I'm in town? Um, you'll have to put it in order because there's not a weapon maker in town. For a scabbard, not a scimitar. Right, but, you know, with the weapon makers comes the scabbard makers. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 
So um, yeah, a shovel costs two gold and weighs two pounds. Is it a bronze shovel? Yes. Okay. All right. Purchased. Uh, and probably a pickaxe. Is that a, is that is that a thing? Yes, it is. I'll buy one. I don't know if I actually need it for this purpose, but pickaxe. Uh, a pickaxe probably costs four times the cost of a shovel. I would expect maybe five. Um. I feel like they'd be similar, but I have no idea. I mean, a pickaxe has a lot more metal in it, and it's a lot... Um, Let's call it three times. Let's say a pickaxe is six gold and weighs six pounds. All right. You said six gold? Yeah. Um, I'm not not about quibbling over single gold coins at this point in my career. Right. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I bet I, my only context is like going to a hardware store, and I bet a pickaxe costs about the same as a shovel. Uh, it probably... costs twice as the amount of a shovel. I've just are looked like, it up. Are you looking up on Amazon or Home Depot, Depot baby? Cost. Yeah. All right, so it should actually be uh, not six. It should be four gold. Yeah. And a pick uh, pickaxe. Four, four gold for a pick. Okay. Yeah. Putting me at an even 600. And they weigh five pounds. I'm, okay, five pounds. Yeah. Oh, you said, okay. I'm final, I finally feel like I'm putting my deep pockets to use. Carrying pickaxes and shovels and. Oh, that and the gold. Mm. There's 600 gold coins shoved in my pockets. That's a couple hundred in a chest, wizard lock chest somewhere. Mm. A shovel actually weighs four pounds. Ouch. Ooh. As long as it's less than ten. Yeah, we're I can good. Put it in my pocket. <laughs> in fact, it's probably in the same pocket as the pickaxe. Or maybe the crowbar. Who knows? Mm-hmm. All right. And let's see about a laborer. Do they just hang out outside of the general store? <laughs> uh, you can pretty much pick up any peasant in town to do some day labor if they mm-hmm want to. Most of them are pretty busy. Uh, I'm sure there's a place to find day laborers in town. Probably one of the markets who find people offering well, up probably, I mean, it's not like we're in a... F- I mean, it's not like it's a free market, right? Most people work their own land or work land for someone else. Right, but there's a- also, like, general laborers that you can get if you need something done. Um, yeah, if they have wages listed in the in the books that have got to be somewhere. I would like to be somewhat discreet about it, but not super creepy. But, oh man, poor guy's just gonna disappear. Let's see, laborer costs a silver a day. All right, I pay him the silver up front, tell him we need to cross the river and do some digging. Right, do Art Carl, happy to work for you. Zoom working for you means there won't be any wraiths near my house, but, you know, don't count on me to presume anything correctly. I'm just uh, happy to be working on your side, Mr. Mr. Carl, or, or Carl. Maybe I should stop talking so much. You know? Yeah. We have a nice silent ride across the river. 
and we managed to get the cart across without trouble. Uh, occasionally, he's like, that, that there's a mustard bush, Art Carl. Did, did you know that? I'll do my best yet to make small talk. I do not have an herbalism proficiency, so I'm not qualified to talk about that mustard bush, but I am I find this fact very fascinating. I like mustard in my food. Full of interesting facts. Yeah, we make mustard out of it. We also use it to dye clothes and... Um, um, it's pretty. What'd you say your name was, buddy? Jebub. Jebub. Yes, sir. Neil, he, that's one of my former characters. Is, is, is this your? Yeah, is this your? I, mean, I know that's just how your random name generator in your. Brain. I, I just pulled the name that comes closest to me. Um, yeah. Yeah, this is your way of tugging at my heartstrings to make it more difficult for me to murder. I don't remember who Jebub was, though. He was a priest of Jebus. Oh, oh no. Yeah, Jebub, priest of Jebus. Don't you remember that campaign? He did battle against the undead. And... Was that when we were doing Dice with Death or before? No, oh, no, no. We were like, I was like 16 at the time. Okay. I don't remember. I'm sorry. You got kids, Jebub? Oh, no. I got some nieces and nephews, though. Hmm. Not, never been a fan of children myself. Uh, kind of a little loud, a little noisy, a little smelly. They're the future. Not my future. Loud, noisy, smelly. Sounds about right. Yeah, no. Uh, you got any Let's kids get... back home, Mr. Carl? I hope not. No, no. Plan on having any kids? I don't even know how a how a seventeen year old archmage responds to to that. It, it, is it true that you are you're a commoner, like like to us? That's that, the rumors going around town. Has that rumor already gotten? I told Lady Thornwood that I it was. Like that was like a few days ago. Is that already that you're a commoner? Yeah. <sighs> uh, uh. Why? Yes. Yes. You, you know, see, in the east, the wizards, the wizarding academies are open to all who are qualified. Sure does sound great. You know, there, there's a lot of people that are mighty scared of you and. There's some of us that think that you're you're a real inspiration. While I don't have any kids, I, I do wish my nephews grew up to be as powerful as you. Uh, pretty soon, great power comes great responsibility. Pretty soon you find yourself across the river and at the bone site. Yeah. So I produce a shovel and pickaxe and crowbar from my pockets. That's um, amazing. Where'd those come from? I have deep pockets. Can you produce a beautiful woman out of one of them? I don't think so, but let me check my spell list. All right, so he gets digging. He gets digging. Um, and soon enough, he digs up the knoll bo- bones. Oh, and the starts, jeweler, that's a good idea. He starts stacking them in the cart for you. He asks you if you, you want him to go wash them in the river. That's a great idea, Jebub. My pleasure. Glad to be of service. Uh, wow. He takes the whole cart after 
getting a tip for this. After uh, a bunch of gnoll bones have been stacked up, he goes down to the How, river. Are they already like them. clean? Like they're already bones? I don't need to take them over to uh, Cauldron and boil them in the in the. They've been buried the for a couple springs. of months now, so I think they're mostly eaten by worms and things. Not fully, but mostly. Um, so he's got to, like, pick off some bits here and there, but I think by, after he's done washing them in the river and all the dead null bits just float downstream to Misty Rapids, uh, they're, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. This guy's a great sport. Uh, by the time he's done, it's nearing the end of the day. It'll be dark by the time you get back into town, or just about. He's sweating from his hard day's labor. He's really earned that silver. Uh, well, that's about all. That's about all the wagon can carry. Yeah. How many knolls do I estimate are piled up in the back of the wagon? Probably like eight. That's the perfect number. Do we know what happened to like the three hit die knolls? Can I tell if their bones are mixed in there? Do I have no idea? Can I estimate based on the size of the skulls? Uh, maybe by the size of the skulls. Make me an intelligence check. The impossible check that you will never make. Yeah. Came close. I gave, tried. Uh, no, the large null skulls are not in the pile. Hmm. It, it didn't look like he uncovered all the knolls. Like, there's still more buried down there. But only eight really fit in the wagon. You're just trying to make it the perfect number for, for poor Jebeb. Uh, well, gnolls are two hit-die creatures, so if you raise them as skeletons, you can only raise four. Uh, but if I sacrifice a soul, I can cast it at ninth level, hopefully. Which still only raises four, because they're two hit-die creatures. I can throw in a human, or throw in a three hit-die creature. Good. But still, eight, eight is an excessive number of gnolls. Oh, you're right. I only could only do four. Yeah. Ever. I may find that I don't have enough femurs or something and need a second body. <laughs> so we, we got a cart full of knoll, knoll bones and we drive it across the river and start heading back to Mr. Rapids. Right. Um, you're not going to steal Jebub's soul? I, chat's really fighting against me on this one. Well, don't listen to chat. Be Georg. I know, I know. Be yourself, man. Yeah, he seems pretty perfect. He didn't, he didn't have, he doesn't have a family. He'll make it, he'll, his life will be way better as my skeleton minion. <laughs> his soul will love it in purgatory. <laughs> um, I don't even need him to drive my cart, do I? Nope. Yeah. Oh, so. While he's driving his cart, um, I come up beside him on my phantom steed. And I guess we've been making awkward intermittent small talk the whole afternoon. I think I did help a little bit with the digging, but I tried not to get too dirty. Is it even worth a spell? He's just riding along, not just minding those business. The sun's starting to go down. 
Ah, it's been hot out lately. Can't wait for autumn. You know, summers here can get pretty brutal. You get upwards of 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. Well, I know places where it's much cooler. Oh, yeah? Back east? Hmm. I was thinking of the negative material plane, but... What's that? Yeah, east, too. You're letting yourself be torn by the people. I know, I know. YouTube commenters always hate it when I spend too much time agonizing over chat. Yeah, well, that's what's going on right now. If you're watching this on YouTube, the chat is scrolling with people <laughs> saying, kill him, don't let, don't kill him. Jeb mm -hmm. up for life 2016. Or yeah, life for it's, and then it's hard. It's a hard life trying to trying to role play while you got chat screaming in your ear. That's why I, I usually turn off Twitch chat for uh, yeah, I've got my double screens now though, so it's so it's there's a tiny little Twitch chat that's always scrolling on the, on the left monitor. What are you gonna do? Coming up on town, you can see it approaching in the distance. Little. I'm trying lights. to I'm trying to remember the jeweler and if he did anything that would have warrant like that was. Just, yeah, I don't really care about people finding out. Be chaotic, don't kill him. <laughs> For undeath 2016. <laughs> um, well, I tell him that we need to head back to the keep to, we're taking these bones back to the keep, not to Misty Rapids. Oh, okay. Sorry if it's getting a little late. No, it's fine, it's fine. It's, it's been a pleasure and an honor working so we with veer, you. We veer off the road to the south to head to the... Uh, first, you got to stop at the Temple of Purification. Do we really? Uh, well, you're supposed to, but you know that's what the tradition is: is when you come in, but well, no one no, comes we, out to bother. No, I think a little before that, before we get to town, I tell them we're heading to the keep, and we don't need and uh, you just avoid the temple altogether. Yeah. And maybe maybe the last little bit is a little slower. It's fine. On set. All right. Eventually, you guys do make it to the keep. Uh, it is sundown. So there's a, a night watchman on the gate who sees you come in by uh, lantern light. I don't know if we get to the... Jeb. Did Jeb have a wife? Did he even say? He didn't Does say. Did anyone love him? He had nieces and nephews. You, you didn't ask if he's married. And before Jeb kills Georg. Yeah. Oh, Jeb, 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 Jeb. I can drive the ox cart without him, right? Yeah. Yeah, so as we're getting into sight of Misty Rapids Keep, he's driving the ox cart. I pull up alongside him again. Maybe I was already here. I look down at him. I think it's I think where this is an awkward silence in the conversation. He's looking straight ahead. And I take my brass quarterstaff and just clock him over the head with it. Well, he doesn't see it coming, so surprise plus back attack plus high ground. Um, so that's a plus five plus my plus my hit bonus, which is plus two. Yep. So plus seven. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Roll me a he's saving scared. throw versus death. He's spared. Malchus has decreed. He's he's spared. Uh, seven. I think that's a fail. My saving throw versus death is thirteen. So you fail by five, six. Yeah. Yeah. Where does where does the staff go? A fail by six. Critical fumble. Item flung ten feet. <laughs> so Whoops, you lose. I shout as like my quarter staff. I think I just like drop it and it gets run over by the wagon or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I think drawing like drawing it out of your robes to attack him in one fell swoop. It kind of like got tangled and drops and caught in my extra dimensional pocket and. Yeah. Uh, Jebub slows his ox to a stop, goes, whoa, hold on. Hops off, runs back, picks it up, dusts it off, hands it back to you. You dropped that there, sir. Uh, Butterfingers. Oh, we're almost at the keep. Okay. So we pull in. You pull in, the night watchman shines a lantern on you, sees you, lets you guys in. uh, Peers over, sees the bone. I would like to point out that I have a, I did purchase a tarp for this cart. Oh. Right, that's a thing that we went over. Yeah, I, th- I think it's an open-topped cart, but there's like a tarp draped over the top of it. Sure. And unless there's so many bones that the tarp doesn't fit anymore, I think it's I think it's semi-covered. And I don't think the night watchman would ask to see the archmages. No, the archmages bring it in. So no, he's not going to ask you. Though you bring it on in, and we unload it into my workshop. And I give the peasant another silver coin and apologize for getting him so late back. All right. It's not like there's a missus to miss me. You know the way to town? Absolutely. And uh, with all the knolls in that cart, I don't think I'll be in any danger either. Uh, Good good working with you, Mr. Georg. Uh, Art Georg. Our, our Carl, I look. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what to call you. There's just there's a lot of names that float around town, and you know I, 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 I don't know. Tell me, tell me whatever you like. I've heard some good ones. All right, I'll see you later then. Late to dinner. <laughs> no, not funny. Okay, sorry. I'll I'll just leave my now. Bye bye. Yeah, you know the way back to town. It's a it's a crazy world out there. You be careful. Well, if you have any other needs for laborers, just, just, just give me a caller. Caller. Yeah, yeah. We shoot him out the gate. All right. He departs. All right. Uh, it's night, right? It is. <laughs> that was that was that was a pretty awesome battle. Not not gonna lie. Um, we need to start. Figuring out where we're gonna get enough bronze to plate uh, nine hit die worth of skeletons, and we still need to find a soul. Um, so I guess I'll go bronze shopping the next day. I probably late into the night continue working on my spell. Uh, what was I working on? Uh, tongues. All I right. practice. I practice my tonguing and stay up extra late to do so. Okay, so how, um, what level is Tongues? Uh, I think it's a third level spell. This is like day two, so I think I'm still a ways from third level spell. So that is, third level spell is, um, saying D6 days per level, or is it, I've forgotten how we did spell levels. 
Uh, um, is it two d six days per spell level? No. No. Wait, I think days. it was. What? I think it was. Was d ten and then we lowered. It was d two per spell level. D two per spell level. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. the chat. Chat says that, and I think they haven't yeah, even. Yeah, that's right. D two per spell level. There's a D six in there, but mostly D twos. Yeah, I think yeah. it's D two per spell level, but then I roll. I tend to roll D sixes for my D twos. Yeah. Uh, okay, so it'll take you that many days, and you've spent. This is your second day on it. Um. Yes. Second. Like Alright, I have marked off when you will learn it. Um, and why don't we just roll into Wednesday, the first of July? Yeah, of I'm gonna I'm gonna head into town to get a bunch of bronze. Sorry, Wednesday the first of July. Of uh, June. Of June. Yeah. Yeah. So I need to get enough bronze to plate my skeletons, and then I need to find a soul. Is there a soul market? Uh, we also need. You need something to melt. Is responsible for murder. I have a forge. Well, I guess we'll get to that. Um, I, sure. may need to, I may need to get a, like, I'm happy to upgrade the forge with a larger cauldron or something like that. Okay. I guess it would need a larger crucible. Mm -hmm. It'd probably be a big ceramic vessel or something. Right. You need something big enough to, like, stick a femur in. Well, I, it's probably, I mean, I'll probably need to do it bone by bone. It will take forever. Mm -hmm. But I say if it's probably big enough to melt enough steel to pour shovels and things or whatever you would make in a forge but a shovel only means about like well yeah i mean it it does may not have the depth you know it could be wide enough but not the depth to cover a bone okay. i guess maybe you could well, ladle and splash it on and roll it over i no i mean uh, yeah or maybe you could pour it into like a, a little container i'm sure you'll figure something out you have 19 int and engineering you'll be fine and blacksmithing. And yeah, you'll be fine. I don't have armor smithing, but I, I feel like this is crafting. Yeah, yeah, whatever. This isn't making armor. This is, yeah. Okay, so I head into town, though. I need to get a probably a fuck ton of like brat bronze ingots or something. Mm -hmm. Maybe like exchange a bunch of gold for copper and make my own alloys. I don't know how, how this works, but I expect to be spending some large. Some hundreds of gold on a bunch of bronze, yeah, and maybe crucible, um, whatever to melt it in. Let's say you need a lot of bronze, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I think approximating it as armor, God, but it doesn't need to be crafted like bronze plate would be. Which, maybe, I wonder if I even have enough money for all this. Surface <laughs> area of a skeleton. Yes, Claytonator, I'm glad that I chose blacksmithing over brewing <laughs> way back at level one. If I had gone with brewing, I'd just be a drunkard with a brewery at the at the keep instead of a psychopath with a skeleton army at the keep. You know, I just them, so I don't think it's quite as much as armor. I need like bulk bronze by weight. 
probably a hundred pound, couple hundred pounds, maybe. Yeah. Basically, make yeah. Poor man's bronze golems. So they let you. Um, so when you go around looking for the amount of bronze, no one has the amount of bronze that you ha- want on hand. Yeah. Um, there is a merchant who offers to uh, import the bronze for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says he can have it here in a week. Do I have any conception of how much bronze will be needed and how much it will cost? You know how much bronze will be needed, and I'm going to say the cost for this much bronze um, for the ore, plus, like, the the coal to fuel it and maybe, like, the right-sized crucible and everything, I think we're going to talk about, like, 400 GP for all the supplies, including ingots and... Okay, that sounds reasonable. God, if only I had my wall of iron, infinite iron supply... Like how iron. do you melt? How do you take iron out of a wall of iron? You'd have you'd have to melt it. You probably, yeah. It would be like how do you melt an yeah. iron wall though? You'd probably chip it out piece by piece and then melt it. It'd be impossible. Yeah. I mean, it'd be way easier than like an iron mine. I don't know. Breaking uh, like chipping an iron wall. How thick is the iron in iron wall? Oh, it's huge. I think. I think it's like a. I mean, it's not meant to be. It's not meant for a world where iron is a scarcity. I think it's like a like a solid iron wall, several feet thick. Feet thick? Yeah. Holy crap! I'm gonna. You better get ready for level nine gear. Well, I guess I have a chance to fail the spell. So you also might not find it. Well, I, I'm, when I level up, I get a chance to roll for it. You set that precedent. You did. Well, oh, yeah. It's, iron. 15 square feet per level is, I think, some fraction of it. Thick per level of experience of the spellcaster. So nine inches minimum. Yeah. So how do you break off a nine inch piece of iron? Like, I I don't know how you would break that off to, or chip it off. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it's easier with magic. I mean, you can cut iron. You can, yeah. Nine inches is like tank armor. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine trying to chip a tank. Uh, well, we'll worry about that when it comes time to worry about that. Yeah. Alright. Um, okay. A week? It'll uh, take a week. I guess let's get the, or- the order in. Alright. Um, do I need money now or cash uh, and delivery? doesn't matter i think we're just gonna skip ahead a week right um yeah i'll keep studying spells i do need a soul i think the jeweler who is directly responsible for murder is probably my best candidate after that that critical fumble was a sign i'm trying to remember which one was responsible for murder was it my buddy or was it the guy across the street my buddy's wife got killed right but he was doing some shady shit They were both scumbag jewelers, and whatever happened to the guy that broke in, we hung him or something, right? Medieval justice. Um, someone else was hung. Oh yeah, the guy who hung into, uh, snuck into the keep was hung. Yeah, what happened to the burglar? And the burglar responsible for the guy's wife dying? Do we not he know who it was? Still working at the shop across the street. Oh, he just works. Wait, the burglar works there. The burglar is the guy across the street. 
And he killed the woman? Yeah. In self-defense. Well, you know, self-defense, whatever. Does he live above the shop? Yeah. That's his yeah. home. Yeah, okay. We'll wait for a nightfall and steal his soul in his sleep. Do I need his bones? I do need his bones, don't I, if I can get it. But I can just feather fall them and sneak them out. Okay. Carry them over your um, so I kill, yeah, so I make put in the order for the bronze and then I kill time in Misty Rapids until nightfall. I guess it's an entire day. So I'm like studying uh Annabelle Red Shields. Wow, the bright look at how much darker I am when I'm on this is this is the Regal Goblins homepage. Look at how dark this shit is. Mm-hmm. Regalgoblins.com. So metal. Oh bam, spell list and it's and it's bright white. Bum bum bum. All right. So I... How do you sneak into his house? I'm going to teleport into his house from, like, down the street. And, but I'm waiting until dark anyways. Yep. Well, yeah, that's... I mean, he's asleep. Um, so I, I spend the day at, like, the local tavern studying my spell. I assume nothing interesting happens because we're in a boring small town and the most interesting thing to happen to this place in 100 years. Yep. Well, not quite. There were some mysteries. Some gargoyles. Some wraiths. Uh, a, a magic temple to wife all the gods. murdering her husband. Yeah, politics. Chimera attack. So I kill time studying until, until night. I don't have wraith form memorized, but it doesn't matter. My, my soul is shady enough. Right. Um, I think my dimension door is like 200 something yards. So I'm like down around the block when I teleport into this guy's, in this guy's house. So I teleport somewhere onto the second floor in front of a window so that I know that I'm not going to clip with a solid object and accidentally get stuck in the astral plane or whatever it does. Sure. 30 yards distance per level of experience. Okay, so, so a lot. 240 yards. 240 yards. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. nobody sees me going there. Maybe they see me disappear, but that's it. Yeah. So okay. I spend around round reeling. I hope there's no one in this room. Eh, I'll figure it out. Um, all right, I want you to make me. I don't know. What, give me I a, think I'm a aware of my check. surrounding. What's that? Make me a willpower check to see if you can keep yourself quiet while you're reeling. Oh what? This is this is not a thing. I, well, I don't if you're trying to be silent and reeling, and not like bump oh. into anything or knock anything over, and so in an unfamiliar location when you're, oh, natural twenty. It doesn't matter. Critical. Uh, you land. I quietly. I have become the wraith. I don't even need to memorize my wraith form spell to, to murder jewelers in their sleep. You're nice and quiet. When after a minute of your head spinning and everything kind of in a dark room, a lit room, it's dark. The only light is coming from the uh, moon outside, which is almost empty, uh, almost new. Mm-hmm. So not a lot of light. You see, there is a bed right here, and you can hear the gentle snoring of human inside it.
they're both human jewelers? It's a 100% human town. Where, why was, I am so racist assuming that these guys were dwarves and gnomes. I probably even talked to them in Dwarven and Namish, and they didn't understand what I was saying, and they were just being polite and smiling and nodding. I... I light the room up with a color spray. He doesn't even get a save. He's less than six at die. But I, I would rather do my work. I would rather he pass in peace. So he wakes up from the color spray and then immediately falls unconscious again. I mean, he gets stunned. So he, yeah, his last vision on this earth is a flash of colors, right? Yeah. Flash of light. Yeah. If someone were to cast a past life on him, they would just see a splash of light and then horrifying pain as his soul is wrenched from his body. Um, I think it didn't work to just put the amulet in his mouth, right? I had to, like, cut him and, yeah. Had to okay. be really inside him, not in an open cavity. Yeah, so I cut his... I think I just, like, I stab him with, with Carl the dagger. Oh, no, I use windshear the scimitar. Oh, but I don't have a sheath for it. It's all wrapped up. No, Carl the dagger. Just stab him and put the gem in the stab wound. He's unconscious. He's stunned, so his he doesn't really react, does he? Beautiful he, red lights shimmer around you, lighting the room temporarily as his soul is drained. Your amulet blue, you know, the center gem is nice and crimson now. I light a candle and discreetly loot the place. I don't want to make it look like it was robbed, but I want to, if I can find some high value gems that could go missing. 5,000 GP gems that can hold souls might be perfect, but I don't know what this guy has. So, I'll, yeah, I light, it, light a candle and have a look around the shop. You got to head downstairs to the shop area. Up here, upstairs, it's just the bedroom and kitchen and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. You head down to the shop. Uh, the stairway comes down right behind the counter, and there's, like, a door on the other side of the stairwell that leads into the workroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, the workroom is locked, but the front room is unlocked and open. Well, I have a knock spell memorized so I cast that. Nope, door's unlocked and uh, you These are considered to... problems, right? I should start counting these spells, spell levels. Yeah, sure. Okay, so that's three spell levels. Um, yeah, what, okay, so I open the, the locked door and take a look in the workshop. Okay, god. Wizards are so good at high level. Well, it's, I mean, yeah. I don't know if I'm high level yet, but... Eighth level is high level. In your world, at least. Yeah. In a reasonable, rational world, eighth level is super high. Yeah. Um, so, you have access to all of his possessions. Um, and if you just want to find the very most valuable things, or what you think are the most yeah, valuable things... I mean, what am I seeing? Am I seeing, like thousands and thousands of GP worth of gemstones or what's, I mean, what's in stock right now? Total value is probably on the order of like 3000 you estimate. Um, Mm -hmm. Most of it is low level necklaces and jewelry that can be sold to the locals here who can afford to buy cheap stuff. There are Mm -hmm. a couple of very nice items, not Mm -hmm. a lot. Uh, And those are your best bet. 
Those are probably in the 500 GP ballpark. Okay. All right, so I don't think I want to spend a ton of time here. And this doesn't seem, seems like small, small beans. Uh, so I'll grab, I guess I don't have an appraisal proficiency. So I'll grab like some of the locked away, whatever, like in, the, in yeah, whatever, is there? Yeah, so if I can find some of those higher GP value, 500 GP, whatever, I mean, if I have like a nice, nice gemstone, like, like a nice cut gemstone is worth a couple hundred GP, maybe right. for a thousand. Most so of all, uh, I should be able all to the tell. nice large gemstones are already set in jewelry. Okay. So if I see some of these pieces that have gemstones set in them, I will assume that they're probably more valuable and grab a couple of those. Sure. You also do find uh, a any- small, like a small box that you open up that contains six pearls. Oh, perfect. Loves me. I guess I, I guess I'm in a position where I can just buy pearls for GP, but those are extra valuable. All right. Um. So I think I, I don't want to. I think I want to leave the place relatively undisturbed. So on first glance, it would look like it wasn't robbed. I don't know if there's like an inventory, but it will, yeah. So I'm not going to spend the time to like update his inventory, unless it's obvious, unless I find his inventory. Uh, no, you don't find his ledger. Well, yeah, eventually ledger. you do find his ledger if you look around enough. So if I can sort it out quick enough, I will jot. Oh, no, that would look even more suspicious if there was like an entry in a different handwriting that was like, I totally sold these pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll just, I'll leave the place, like, I'll shut the door after the knock expires and, like, try and leave the place as undisturbed as possible. I'm grabbing six pearls, and you said a couple of pieces of jewelry that look nice? Yeah, two pieces of jewelry that you're guessing are in the 500 GP ballpark. And then I will return to his room. Um, he's, a, he's just a, I think I can dimension door with his weight, how much does he weigh? He's he's just a regular sized human. He's not like mortally obese. pounds. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that I can just. It's, it's just a little little on the plump side, you know. Like when he does this, he gets a double chin like that. It's just a little. Two hundred as long as he's less than two hundred fifty pounds. Yep. Well, I guess five hundred pounds, including my stuff. I think I'll be fine. Five hundred pounds of non living living counts as twice as much. Or half, you know, or half of that for living matter, if that makes sense. But I think I don't think I need to like feather fall or anything to get him out of here. No, Is there fine. anywhere within 240 yards that I could teleport with a body without raising alarms? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you could probably teleport. Can, you can teleport up onto the side of the hill the below the temple, uh, above the main road. Yeah, and this with the nearly new moon. Yeah, of night. Yeah, I appear on the hill at the yeah at, at the bottom of the hill, looking up the temple. Me and this dead body, who seemed to be the ninth hit die of skeleton. And how do you transport it home? I th- I th- I c- has like a, a little like a self punishing the streak. I don't know what you call it. I think like it. Yeah. I just, I drag, I drag it. I experience the full, I drag the body back to this year. It takes you hours to drag it back. But yeah. You do it I, I think that's the, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, that's what I meant by like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pay that soul. It's respect, right? You, you bear those burdens. Mm-hmm. All right. I could, I could, 
could, I can't remember what day it is. I could like conjure a phantom steed or lighten. I could lighten the load, but I'm a young strapping lad. I got time to spare. I, I already spent my eight hours in study today. All right, you nope. drag the body back. In the warm, it's a warm summer night. It's hot, isn't it? It's probably, I enjoy the outdoors, breathe in the fresh air, try to ignore the fact that there's, there's a corpse. Grating in the grass behind me. Um, You get back to the keep. What do you do? How do you get the body in the keep? I can reduce it 80%. Is that small enough to slip in unnoticed? I've used both of my dimension doors. Um, well, let's say he's... I can also... Bl- oh, can I blink with a body? I don't think I can blink with a body. I think I stash him in the bushes and I'll deal with him tomorrow. And walk in the front door So if you alone. reduce him by 80%, he is two feet and two inches tall. <laughs> No, I'm sorry, one foot, two inches. I feather fall him as well, yeah. So I, I reduce him and feather fall him, so he is, he is as light as a feather and two feet tall. Uh, one foot, and two I, inches. I, I, mean, I, just, I stick him in an inside pocket. How much can your pockets hold? A cubic foot? Ten pounds, ten pounds each, but he's feather fall. He but there's also a volume record, a strict bent. I don't know that. Let me double check the texts of deep pockets. Half cubic foot volume each. Oh, so these are small pockets. Yeah. The only reason I can fit crowbars and shovels in them is because they are long and thin, mm-hmm. and they resh- they should reshape to the volume of the contents, right? Half cubic foot of of a volume of like it just like shrink wraps extra dimensional space around whatever I shove in there. Yep. But I don't think that a two foot tall shrunken humanoid is half a cubic foot. No. Well. You know, a cubic foot is actually... That's a one foot by one foot by one foot. What's the volume of a human? A cubic foot of water weighs... Um, weight of one cubic I... foot of water is... Is what? 7.4 times 8.3 is 61 pounds. So a human's probably like two or three. Okay, even if a full-sized human is like 0.17 cubic feet. No. Does that sound crazy? It's a, that maybe it's crazy. liters of fluid. A, a cubic foot is 61 pounds. Oh, that's volume of blood, sorry. A, a human, a cubic foot of water is 61 pounds. Humans are mostly water. We can... We were a little less, a little lighter than water because we float, but we don't float super well. So we can roughly say humans are, you know, have the same volume as water, uh, as a water equal to their weight. So mm-hmm. if he is normally 180 pounds divided by 61, he is normally three cubic feet, and now he's been reduced 80%. He is probably half a cubic foot. Half a cubic foot is perfect. I can fit him in my pocket. All right. It's normally three. Yeah, because he's way... So he weighs less than 30 pounds right now. He's a foot tall. 
Uh, he, yeah. He weighs less yeah. than 30 pounds. Mm-hmm. He weighs 20% of what a full-sized human would weigh. Sally so probably weighs... 36 pounds is if well but if you if your height shrinks your weight does not shrink if your height is cut in half you weigh less than half your size uh, yes that's true yeah yeah so he definitely fits his volume goes down by the cube root of his height or whatever something like, like that nope. yeah anyway he weighs I less I, than I think I can shrink a person fat, make them weightless and fit them in my pocket is the conclusion of this yeah. Getting a limp body in there is probably a more disturbing scene, but I think I think he weighs yeah, I mean he a feather falls, so he's weightless and reduced so he's small, so he's less than This is more Yeah, yeah. You put the body in your pocket <laughs> and walk past the gatekeeper and try and put try and look normal as I as I bear the weight of these of the soul this deconstructed human i took a person and i i split it into its essential components give me a charisma check charisma 11 how Twenty-two. So as you approach the gate and the gatekeeper shines the light down on you, goes, who goes there? Oh, our Carl. Hail. He just kind of goes down quietly. night, isn't it? He opens the gate, kind of, he keeps his head bowed, and you get the distinct impression that now that you're talking to him, you realize that you just stabbed a man. Your arm is covered in blood. You've been dragging him across. You shoved him into your robe. You have, I have black robes, and it's almost the new moon. Yeah, but when he had his lantern shining on you, mm-hmm. uh, you get the distinct impression that he saw you were bloodied in some way. And yeah. he opens the door for you quietly, averts his eyes, doesn't say anything, shuts the door behind you, and goes back to his post. I spent all this time working on hiring a normal smile, and he wouldn't even make eye contact. Yeah. All right, I go back to the workspace workshop remove this tiny shrunken person from my pocket and I go through the process of skinning him bef- in the next 20 minutes before he returns to his regular size Not no 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 but like we, we boiled alive uh, or dead he's dead it takes more than 20 minutes to boil water you'd have to like get a fire going and how do you it's the old fashioned turn- way man it's, it's gonna be a bitch to clean that skeleton can this be one of those moments where I black out and Malchus just takes the wheel? And Gaylor we... can can rationalize that later, but the only cauldron big enough to cook a person is going to be one of the kitchen cauldrons. It's midnight. There's going to be no one in the kitchens. That's right. Why don't we just take a break and we can let Chat's twisted imagination fill in the fill in the rest of the situation. See you guys on the other side. Welcome back to Dicing with Death, everybody. So, you... We've we've all imagined some horrible, horrible things. You're welcome. Uh, All scrolls are written to make make use as quick and easy as possible for the writer. The level of the spell and its characteristics are typically one level higher than that required to cast the spell, but never below sixth level of ability. 
Thus, a 6th level wizard spell is written at 13th level of ability, a 7th level spell at 15th level, etc. Okay, so... But it is cast at the level of the scribe. Right. The, okay, and I think there is going to be a 10% chance to fail, won't there? Because I'm below the level that I could cast the spell. 5% level difference between the caster's present level and level at which he could be used. Yes. Okay. And what level is Animate Dead? Uh, it's a fifth level spell, so it requires ninth level. So I'm one level lower than I... So 5% that's, what I was hoping, spell that's what I'm hoping that the soul and the amulet can be used for okay. to increase my apparent spellcasting ability to add up a ninth level spellcaster, which would be enough to cast an Animate Dead. Yep. Could use the soul without issue, but we'll find out when I cast it. Okay. DM rules. So, uh, you have ended up with bones and flesh. What do you do yeah, with the got... flesh? Oh, of the of the the human flesh. Uh, we bury it out back next to the unicorn. There's no we. This is uh, this is on me and Malchus bury the. Yeah, we Garrick. just compost. We compost the scraps and. Garrick might be developing a split personality. Yeah, just a little bit That's occasionally. A long time coming, but I do have a shovel and a pickaxe now, mm-hmm. in my deep pockets. So I can bury this. The good news is I can bury this flesh, no problem. Okay. And need to start making the preparations for bronze plating all of these bones. Um, so how does this work with your timeline to go to... I think I'll, at some point I'll need to tell Lord Song that it's going to be an extra couple of days because it sounds like it's a week from now that I'll get the bronze and then it will probably be a day or two to bronze plate them and cast the scroll. I think it might take a cup, like a week or so to bronze plate bunch of skeleton bones like a whole skeleton one at a time one bone yeah. at a time there's a lot of bones. probably like some kind of big metal clamp dip dip, dip. cool then come back and dip it again to make that sure that place where the clamp got you know yeah. you don't want to you don't want to yeah. do an achilles moment here do you or maybe yeah. you do so at some point i'll have a conversation with lord song being like look i got a lot of work to do um we're gonna be. I'll be sailing. Yeah. At some point, I'll tell. I think I'll more just yeah tell him that I'll need more time. So probably more like two weeks from when I had originally said. He says, "Well, is he upset about this, or is this?" Uh, she's been there, living there long enough on her own. Another I could scry on her. Difference. I could. Well, but there's no. We don't know where she would be. It's not obvious to you where she would be, is it? No. Keyword being obvious. No. You know more about her Familiar location than I do. Yeah. I think I, I pat him on the shoulder consolingly. Maybe it doesn't console him. Yeah. Should I roll a charisma check? No. <laughs> it didn't console him. It did not console him. <laughs> um, all right, a couple days pass. Uh, yeah, I think we, yeah, so I'm spell learning. You learn tongues, by the way. Nice. Can we add that to my spell list? Yes, we can. Uh, what level spell is tongues? Uh, third level spell. Uh, 
Letting the spell list reload. Uh, next, I would like to work on some of the failed level one spells that I had. Uh, I think the first one will be Unseen Servant. But let me see if I can track down Randall's spell list. There's, you reorganized the website, so now I can't find where all the characters are. Oh, there's. Uh, go to the toolbox. Is it under toolbox? I have a list of, okay. Will that have Randall's? Oh, I think Randall, I needed to link you to his spell. Yeah, and the link's changed. That's good. I don't know if you're but everything now is realgoblins.com slash toolbox slash. Right. Yeah. So I think I can figure that out. Uh, player equals Randall. R-A-M-D-E-L-L. Oh. Hello. Hello. Is it? Yeah, no, I'm here, but the real goblins. R A M D E L L. So I had failed Unseen Servant and Light, I think was what I was trying to memorize. So I'll start with Unseen Servant, move on to Light, and then take another look at. All right. Animation. It takes you two days to learn Unseen Servant. Uh, well, I do learn for it. It's a 90% chance. Yeah. Is it? Uh, no, it is uh, 95 minus 15 is 80%. Nope, you rolled a 99. You failed to learn Unseen Servant. Second time, damn it. Oh, well, skeletons are pretty good anyways. Uh, and then I'll work on light. Hang on. Uh, light you get the very next day. Okay. Okay. Um, that's the next that's, day. That's most of the week, isn't it? So I've learned tongues and... We've moved all the way to June 6th. Um, and on June um, 7th, which is the, actually the correct day now, um, the merchant comes into town, arriving a few days ahead of schedule, uh, and sends a message for you to... You know, that your, your supplies oh. are here. Okay. Um, yeah, I go down with the cart to pick up my bronze and get working. Uh, maybe also need to pick up my crucible or maybe I picked that up earlier in the week. Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh yeah, I take my mule and my cart into into town. That's fine. Uh, we don't need to role play. You just need to pay up the 400 gold. That is right. I have that in my deep pockets. Fantastic. Oh, I should get those two pieces of jewelry appraised. Sure. It's been like a week at this point. I'm feeling comfortable enough to just walk in and be like, hey, what are these worth to my new jeweler friend who just got his revenge, right? Yes. He's totally happy. Is the shop across the street boarded up? What's what's happened to it? The, it took a few days for anyone to notice. Um, He's just missing, right? There's maybe a pool of blood in, the, in his bed. Eventually, but... someone went in to see what happened. The new sheriff poked around in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, found out what was going on. And what was going on? There's there's a, there's a blood stain of in blood the blood and a missing body. Yep. Yep. So two and two were put together, and the next of kin has been contacted. But in the meantime, the front door is boarded up. Yeah. 
there's motive, there's opportunity, but there's no, I don't know who are you kidding? This is a feudal system. No one's getting, no one's taking the fall for this. Nope. Nobody cares. Nope. <laughs> um, so uh, I'll see about getting those two pieces of jewelry appraised now that uh, it's been a week to cool down so I can, Oh, he also offered a monetary reward, tells me chat, but. So, uh, the jeweler takes a look at these things, examines them, comes back. Well, uh, I have to say this one's worth about 350 gold and this one's worth about 400 gold. Uh, normally I charge 10% for this sort of job, but uh, for you, my friend, no charge. Well, I'm sure you know the right people to sell these to. Perhaps out-of-town buyers that are yes for a nice piece such as these. Yes, uh, um, I'll buy them at 80% their value. Or you, can just, or you can just pay me when the when you make the sale. I trust you. No, no. I, I'd like to keep my business up front. Perfect. Hand over the two pieces, so that makes it for 80% of 750 Is that what you said? Yes. 600 GP. Okay, cool. He hands you a rather large sack of gold after he counts it out. All right. Uh, what was I doing in town? Okay, yeah, picking up my bronze. So I go to where, wherever the merchant who had hooked me up with the bronze was, fill up a cart, take it back to the keep, mm-hmm. melt it down, spend a week of, I guess at this point, the bones are pretty pretty well cleaned of, cleaned of any flesh, but it's still probably tedious work dipping bones in bronze. I want to try and keep it somewhat private. There's no, like, do, I bet the the... the so the forge is like in the yard of the keep, right? There's right. Like, it's, like a, it's a structure, but it's not like, there's no doors. It's like an open air. It's like an open shed. Yeah, with like a, I mean, but it's got like a giant roaring fire and probably probably like a roof and racks and things, mm-hmm. but it's clearly visible what's going on in here. How and I think I, there's been a cart parked well, next to the shed I, with a tarp over it all week, but... Yeah, but a tarp over it. So no one's seen the bones. Well, do, no one has seen the bones that hasn't lifted the tarp. Okay, yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I'm going to start, um, maybe I even realize this a day or two in. I have Lemon's Tiny Hut memorized. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, like eight hours of hut. So while I'm doing my work, I will be in a, uh, tr- what's the word? Opaque, in an opaque colored sphere. Does the sphere, like, what happens oh, when shoot. you cast a sphere inside a building? Actually, let me double check. Well, it, I think it just clips the building. It's like, I think it just makes a sphere. I'm more worried about the temperature of the forge now that, now that I think about it. Ooh, it'll get hot in there. Let me see if this is feasible. Um, all right, because I think it, I think heat inside should be, uh, it does have weird temperature constraints. Temperature inside the hut is 70 degrees. If the exterior temperature is zero degrees, and below Does that mean you cannot light a fire well. inside the hut? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Extra temperature below zero and above 100. 
lowers or raises respectively the interior temperature on a one degree for one degree basis. So I think it's fine. You know, I think I think that the the if you it starts at seventy, if you start a fire in there, you can start a fire in there, then the temperature will increase. Um, mm-hmm. It it says if the exterior temperature is between zero and a hundred, so if an exterior temperature is above a hundred, every degree above a hundred, it increases the temperature inside by one degree. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say anything about lighting a fire inside the hut, but I feel like worst case it becomes the temperature of the forge without a sphere. Right, because anything can, inside can go out, right? It doesn't specify. I mean, I, it may, I, I think, I don't think it will make it infeasible. I think it will be fine to summon Eleven's tiny hut around a 15-foot diameter sphere around the, around the forge and work inside of that. It might get hotter than usual, but not by more than one degree per one degree. Like, I don't, I think it just doesn't function if it's above 100 degrees. But I won't like dispel the spell. I think it just won't make it more comfortable or will be uncomfortably hot right. as so usual. Creatures could pass in or out of the hut without harming it. It just has a weird effect about equilibrating the temperatures right. or make temperatures more comfortable. Uh, we might hurt our brains if we think too hard about it, but I, I think it will still, at worst case, I think it will be uncomfortably hot. But clearly air can move through it. Otherwise, you would suffocate. Yeah. So I'm going to say the heat will dissipate out of the hut. Yeah, It'll but it, it does act as like a heat sink of sorts. Like if it, yeah. It resists things entering. It does not uh, resist things exiting. So think of it as like, you know. Uh, it also magically prevents creatures who are not specifically named to pass through it, right? Correct. Uh, maybe, probably. Yeah, the creator and up to seven other man-sized creatures can pass freely. Otherwise, I think it's just like a wall of force that you can't pass through. Yeah. But if I remove myself, the spell dissipates. So I have to hide out in here for 12 hours at a time. Well, uh, (laughs) unless you wanted to... You know, and I think I'm, that's how I'm, I'm doing my work inside a lemon's tiny hut in this in the in the forge. So no one ever directly sees me bronze casting these bones, but there's probably going to be rumors about a cart of bones hanging around the forge and then me disappearing into the forge for a week inside of a tiny sphere. <laughs> um, there are indeed whispers, but we will get to them later. That night, after your first day of bronzing. Mm-hmm. You are paid a visit by Vanessa. Okay. Uh, she pays not uh, just you a visit, but she come and pays Baron Song a visit. You are summoned shortly after her arrival. This is like evening at the end of the day's work? Yes. Actually, it's quite late at night. You are already preparing to go to sleep. Okay. Um, by the time you arrive, Haynes and Vanessa and Baron Song are already in the war room. Baron Song motions to her. So this is the this is the upstairs room with the maps. Correct. This is where we started the episode. Correct. Or not started, but we're yeah, yeah. we're yeah. Baron Song gives her a nod and she repeats what she had said earlier. There have been a lot of mercenaries being hired in Cauldron. A lot of mercenaries. 
I know some people in the area, so I sent out some feelers to figure out what's going on. It seems to me that Baron Steamwall blames you, he says, pointing at you, Carl, for the death of his wife. And is planning a siege of the keep here. A siege. Does he... Well... Does he know who I am? Steam walls have always been a little bit touched. There's a reason what's her name? You know, the crazy religious one? Uh, the mother Olman. Yeah, Mother Olman. There's a reason she insists on purifying anyone that comes from the West. Because the people in Cauldron are well <clears throat> I look confidently to the Baron song and say, well if this steam well decides to show up anywhere near Misty, Misty Rapids, it won't be the mother that will be purifying them. It will be me. And let's hope it doesn't come to that. Kane says, are you kidding? As, You're as frail as a bone. I could snap you in two like that, gray face. Hey, wait a minute. Your face is all gray. When did you start looking like a rock? I don't get outside much. Huh. Is... Has he not has he not heard of Lady Redshield? It's it's a tragedy about well all of those nobles, but Vanessa pipes up. I think that's why he blames you. Anyway, he's not just got his mercenaries, he has his own men, has some knights, he's even got hired a wizard. <laughs> Oh, Garrick's me a little too excited about this diplomacy, right? Uh, how's Lord Song taking all of this? Quiet, stoic, no expression on his face. I think it'd be best if we didn't go to war with Cauldron. Do we agree on that? I want to make sure we all agree on that. Baron Song might not agree with that. <laughs> I just, Do you think you can magic that problem away? They... I can build more ballistas. Can hurl lightning bolts from my pockets and reduce his army to ash. Oh, come on! You're exaggerating! Reduces army to ash. People blow steam like that all the time. I just, I like narrow my eyes and just give a really intense look at... Ooh, so creepy. Yeah, yeah, that's probably his thought right now. Look, look. Why don't you just let me... to avoid this loss of life. Why don't you just let me walk out there? I could take on as many mercenaries as he wants to bring. I mean, hell... I could bench press this little skinny wizard guy right here any day of the week with one arm. I'll take on this army. It'll be easy. Just leave it to me, Baron. I fought worse odds and survived. God. 
I, I'm looking at this man just probably, I don't yeah, with admiration, but what I'm imagining is him enlarged by 180%, taking on an army of mercenaries, maybe with some stone skin. God, it's just, it's, 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 it's horrifying to think how lethal I would be in a large scale conflict like this. <laughs> Take a look. What and is- then, and then came the lightning bolts. Is this, is this what's, is this what's coming next week on Dicing with Death? Maybe an army from Cauldron. I guess we'll have to delay my trip to the south. I'm trying to find out, find the height of Haynes, but I keep opening the wrong documents. Not when I want to open this one. Here we go. Haynes Valmont. He is six foot eight inches. So the size doesn't actually matter. It's all flavor text, but he would deal 80% more damage, almost double damage. He would be 12 feet tall. Exactly. Yeah. We that's, build your own giant. That's four meters for you Europeans. A little less, but you know, roughly four meters. So he's, he's the mountain right now. Yeah. Right now he's, he's half Thor Bjornsson. But with, with the dimensionalist on his side, we could enlarge him. We could make him a giant. We could make him a whole Thor. Baron Song <laughs> runs his fingers together. Here's what I propose, says as he leans in. Cauldron has no call to attack us. They have no legal authority to do this. This would be a violation of everything. However, if we rout their advancing army, we have caused us belly to return the favor. What are you suggesting? It will be war. That we sack Cauldron? It would be their job, their provoked attack. We would be well within our rights to retaliate, to defend ourselves. Surely Depending on how things go, we might be permitted to keep Cauldron, or we might be forced to give it up. Or we could sack the city, bring home what we want, and return Cauldron peacefully to the Queen. The question I have for you, motions to three of you, do we have enough forces to not only push them back, but to then take their town? Without a doubt. I know not who this hedge wizard he has hired is, but... 
Good. Then, he turns to Vanessa, with all haste, I send you to Thornwood to bring as many men here as you can. Mercenaries of any kind. Quietly. Do not stir up as much noise as Baron Steamwall has. He looks to Haynes. You, if you have any contacts remaining, write to them immediately. Any of your adventuring friends, bring them here with all haste. Tell them there is a reward in it. He turns to you. And Art Carl, I need you to prepare me what we had discussed for the treasure keep. Will that be ready in time? How how far is Cauldron from raising their banners? I look back to Vanessa. Or or at least these cell swords. He's raised most of them already. Uh, I, I mean, he's raised many already. Uh, I, I don't expect that he would wait much longer. I mean, it's... How long... How quickly does an, an army march is, what, like 10 miles a day? It, miles, probably in D&D, 12 miles a day? Probably 10, 12 miles a day, yeah. Based on, yeah. So we're at least a few days out. In effect. Preparations are being made. Your treasure will be kept. Excellent. I don't think they will... I don't think that will be a concern, however. They won't come close to, to the keep. Well... In addition to the to the mercenaries, some laborers could, could be of use as well. Uh, we can prepare more siege engines. Summon the carpenters. Catapults. I can oversee this, and in the meantime, I will prepare my own bolts. Excellent. Summon the carpenters. Summon the men. Bring them about. Summon you know what. And if things get even further out of hand, he reaches an arm up, and you see floating down from the ceiling comes a flying snake, which perches on his arm. Uh, Haynes takes a look at it, goes, what the hell? Looks up where you see a few more kind of hovering in the shadows. The gifts from someone. I don't actually recall who right now. Back on Baron Salt's birthday. I think it was birthday. the Sunderlands. I think it was, yeah, uh, it was Greller's mother. Yes. And with that, why don't we end this week on Dicing with Death? It's been a logistical episode, but the hype is building. Wow. Um, you know, I'm not expecting that. If I had gotten on the ship immediately, would I have just come back to Misty Rapids reduced to ash by the Army of Cauldron? I would have figured out how that battle played out, and you would have come back to something different, one way or the other. You know, whether Cauldron won or Cauldron lost. Um, yeah, I feel kind of bad for all the people that are about to die, but I'm a little bit excited because I, I think I'm going to make a pretty horrifying war wizard. Like, I, I think we're just about to watch just hundreds and... I mean, not just about next week. We're probably about to watch hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of Zeroth Little Fighters just reduced to ash. It's it's going to be bad. Yeah, maybe something so, like that. Yeah. So, we'll see all of you guys next week at our regular time, Wednesdays at noon Pacific, I do believe. We'll confirm that over the course of the week. Yeah, we'll double, double check, but I'm back in town... 
we'll, we'll sometime next week. Oh yeah, we can. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll figure out the exact details. Um, but that will be bad. But before that, that you got all sorts of awesome, awesome content, right? You got a hardcore heroes on Saturday. Uh, no, it's on Fridays. It's been semi moved, semi permanently moved to Fridays. It's all over the place. Mm-hmm. Your life is chaos. So hardcore heroes Friday. Hardcore at heroes on Friday. God, that's tomorrow. I wake up and do Hardcore Heroes. Oh my oh, god, really? I haven't prepped for it at all. Get yeah. to sleep. Get to sleep, all y'alls. Um, and then Saturday, we've got uh, Dungeons, Dragons, and Design with the Cuddly Panda Dude. Um, and then Sunday, we've got Shenanigans. And then Tuesday, we've got Misclicks. There's also a Love Bites on Sunday. That's right. There is a Love Bites on Sunday. And do you remember that the Love Bites shirt, which is the... Back by popular, well, not back, but here by popular demand is available for you on Teespring. Limited edition. Very limited edition. It will only be around until August 15th, and then you will never be able to get one ever again unless somebody here tries to sell one. We know that won't happen. And Love Bites t-shirt black market. Hey, hey, don't you dare create a black market. Um, My job. But that's it, guys. We're out. We will see you next week. In the experience, I guess I didn't kill anything, did I? Um, I had 15 experience for that one for that zero hit die uh, shopkeeper. Yeah, and sure. you cast some spells. I don't know. Only I think only three levels. Oh, maybe it was you cast five. a dimension door and a knock. <laughs> um, not a lot of experience. Not a relevant amount of experience. Whatever. We'll just roll it in with next week's experience. It's in. It's unimportant. I need 35,000 to get to level nine. So unless I, I killed the dragon and forgot about it, I, I don't think that's going to happen. No, no. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.